Sorry, you sorry. Period. We only doing that because the East Atlanta Queen, oh. Alex, your birthday is tomorrow. Period. Period. I can't tell y'all how old I am because honestly, I forget sometimes since I'm getting above 25. So we just got a little salt and pepper on us. That's yeah. all. We ain't really old for just real. Just a little for real. sprinkle, a little razzle dazzle. A little razzle dazzle. A little Cajun seasoning. Yeah. Well, a little no, no, Cajun no, seasoning hurt nobody. No, 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 no. A little, little lemon pepper. Oh, Ooh. a little lemon oh. pepper. Ooh, okay, just make sure it's extra wet, extra, extra wet. crunchy. <laughs> Cause the last, cause the last, <laughs> next time I fry extra crunchy, cause last, last time, time it was cold. cold. Period. I be saying it every time. Yes. Okay. So thank you guys. I'm turning the big two seven. So I will tell y'all how old I am or how young I am, depending on how old you are listening. But anywho, um, you know, I'm an East Atlanta queen. So thank you guys. I appreciate it. But this is the third episode of drinking session. So Welcome. Yes. Hey. Um, pull up, grab Hello your favorite everybody. drink. Um, your favorite damn movie theater ass introduction. Right. Hello, everybody. Hello, everybody. Um, but of course, I am kissing Alex. I am Shawnee. I am the artist formerly known nice as Blue Superior on Twitter. Oh my god, I don't have to come up with a new title. Anywho, we are. <laughs> Anywho, we are back for episode three, and we um, got our drinks. Yes, in Chick Fil A cups, toast. Toast, <laughs> because you know it's East Atlanta Day for the podcast at least. Um, okay, so every day is East Atlanta Day. Yes, especially when you're with the East Atlanta Queen, which is moi. I'm gonna let y'all have it. Oh yeah, because you ain't from the East Side. No, are you from the East Side of Chicago? No, no. South Side all day. Okay, all day, every day. Um, but yeah, the Kentwood Academy. Her and Chief Kentwood. Mm mm. Her and Chief Kiefer cousin. That's what R. Kelly used to. Uh, I know my dad. Yeah. With <laughs> I, I didn't get the joke, but I was like, okay. My dad right. went to school with R. Kelly. Oh. Continue. <laughs> that was the most awkward pause ever. Well, shit. Well, shit. <laughs> let's keep going. Right. Uh, yeah. How was he in school? Yeah. Let's. let's yeah. How was that? Yeah. Did he ever, did he tell Just, you stories? No. I used to always wonder why my dad would be like, nah, we don't listen to R. Kelly in this house. Oh, okay. Oh, no. We may have him as a guest speaker, you guys. Hell no, we do not need him incriminating himself. We don't need him to get no testifying. He's dead, so he can tell us about how R. Kelly was in school. So that he can get that. Um, so, Mr. Such and Such, we need you to come to court and testify. No, against he, oh, just, yeah, he, he always said R. Kelly was weird. But, yeah. Well, we, we finally see why. Well, well, well shit. I never, I never knew like what he meant. Right, but, but now you of know. Of course, once all that stuff started, coming, I was like, "Oh man, that's crazy." Like, ah, makes sense. Right. Yeah. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we're going to start episode. Love you, Dad. 
Yes. Happy fa- Happy belated Father's Day. Happy Father's Day to all, all the daddies. All my OGs. Yes. All my, my brother, all y'all. Yes, yes. Actually, Happy Father's Day to all the daddies, the baby daddies, the, the grandpas, the, the sugar grandpas. daddies. Can't forget the sugar daddies. Yes, the sugar daddies, the uncles, the nephews, the play cousins. Happy Father's Day, everybody. Period. Period. So we're going to just jump right into episode three. Um. We're going to start since we have been, you know, it was Juneteenth weekend. I hope everybody had a good Juneteenth. Um, I saw a lot of celebratory things. Juneteenth? I mean, Juneteenth. Juneteenth? Yes. Was lit. It was. Across, like, everywhere. I agree. I loved it. Uh, Black people turned up. I I need, but I just hope that this continues continues every year. I think it will, though. Yeah, I think now it has been so major. I think that, um, yeah, we'll, we'll start seeing a lot of more action. We might start having concerts as we, you know, move forward yeah, out of COVID. Juneteenth. I think mm-hmm. we're going to start having a lot of things, um, just like 4th of July. Sales will start going on, I think, outside of just black businesses. Shout outs to all the black businesses. I gave a lot of money on Friday. Um, I can, uh, God is Dope dropped a nice cool t-shirt. Support Black Colleges dropped a nice cool t-shirt. Um, that's the only thing I can think of off the top of my head. Uh, if I can think of any any ones that you guys know that did you support cool any black businesses, Shanice? Did I mm. on Juneteenth? It's 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 no biggie. Just the whole weekend. I, I count the whole like how we used to do the fourth the whole weekend. Let's do Juneteenth the whole weekend. Anything no, that you can I think don't. Of. What did I do? For, I can only, I don't even remember what I did Friday. A lot no. of cool other boutiques. I can't think of their names. I'm sorry, y'all. I gotta go. On I didn't Instagram. even. I don't even think I really did. I didn't do anything on Friday. So the places bad, for me that I supported would be Bevel, okay, um, which is a men's skincare. Oh, I really need a sound bite. This is bougie because yes. that was a perfect bougie. What, what was our our little? Yes, that was perfect for the moment. Whatever. Anyway, <laughs> so yeah, um, Bevel, um, they have like beard care, face care, hair care, all that stuff like that. Um, but it's for specifically for black men okay um, okay King. i don't know if they have a women's line but yeah anyway we have enough stuff it's ex- okay. i was just about to say that See, but i didn't want to i didn't want to i'm trying to toe that line of not being offensive i understand because you'll get attacked for anything anyway um and then there's a place for like wave grease and you know just hair like shampoo products called kel's barbering that i support Okay. So shout out to them. I hear about Bevel a lot. A lot of people promote them. Yeah, Bevel is Bevel is actually I think found about black dude. Yeah, good, good I didn't I didn't purposely choose to not buy anything black. I just haven't bought anything like black. Yeah. Period. Recently. Period. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I just been like sense. just saving my coins. Oh, perfect. I've been saving. Yeah. Well, according to Trump, you might saving. be getting another check. So I sure I will hope so because that can go right into my savings. That's where the first one still is. Said, yeah, that first said. one still. Hello. There, hello. It's just there. The check might be a little generous. So they, so they, so you really think the four thousand? Wait, wait. Let's pause on that. Let's put a pin in that really quick. Anyway, follow all these businesses, you guys, on social media. Also, I shop that sheep boutique. So God is dope, which y'all, I'm sure you already know that. Um, support black colleges was something that I actually um, came up on in the sponsorship of the Instagram. So you know how you're looking at your friends' Instagram stories, and that little sponsor page comes up in between one mm-hmm. follower to the next. That's how I found out about support black colleges. I went to Clark Atlanta. Shanice did as well. You should have sent me the link, so, bro. 
I got you, sis. But yes, you guys, please. They got they had a lot of Juneteenth. They got a Fourth of July shirt that says Fourth of whatever with like Black Lives Matter on there. Mm-hmm. Really cute, really you know colorful. But of course, it represents us. So, right. um, I'll you know just follow them, support them. I mean, it's pretty cool. Chic Boutique was cool. I'm trying to think. I've been supporting you know like more of the you know lashes stuff like that. You know, women. Speaking stuff, of black owned businesses, um, follow. I don't know, Miguel, if you follow. Um, it's a page on Instagram. Well, not a page, but it's a brand called Black Lana. Yeah, it was founded by a girl that we went to school with, uh, Raven. Yes. That's um. So what it is? It's a website, and for whatever category you're looking for, it has everything black on. Oh, so it's like a database. Yeah, yeah. it's like a so, Google. Yeah, mm-hmm. so it has like if you want black owned restaurants, black owned nail salons, black owned real estate people, black owned cosmetics. Anything right. that's black owned that's in Atlanta, you can find on that website. And so it's, it's Black Atlanta LLC on Instagram. Yes, yeah. Black Atlanta LLC. Shout out to Raven. Yes, shout out CAU in the building. Also, Slutty Vegan CAU person as well. I'm sorry, I'm just shouting out all CAU people. But anyway, so yes. I still have to get there one day. What, Slutty Vegan? Yeah. This is amazing. It's good. And yeah. the, I mean, it's still popular, but the hype has died down a lot. So. It was much easier for you to, you know, get food. Because at first, yeah. like, them lines was long as fuck. I waited an hour my first time. So it's, yeah, it kind of reminded me of the Popeye's chicken sandwich. Yes. Right? Uh-huh. Yeah, the hype. Because when people were on Twitter, like, yo, I've been in line for, like, three hours. Yeah. And now, that I Popeye's, the, I was not waiting. I, I waited. Like for the food truck. I think I waited. I didn't wait long for the first time I had the Popeye's chicken. I didn't wait long at all. I went right over to the West End. But I went after the yeah, hype. Yeah, the first time I yeah. went. I, and it was, like, no, midday. Oh, you know what? The first time I went. <laughs> oh, sorry, y'all. Ooh, a little extra notice. Sorry. Um, <laughs> I think the first time I went for the Popeyes chicken sandwich, I might have. Yeah, I did wait. I'm not even gonna. Lie. I'm not even gonna. Lie. How long did you wait? Probably like 45 minutes. That's why COVID's here. That damn sandwich. That's exactly yeah. why. <laughs> I would. Yeah, I, like I said, I went midday and I went right over there to the if Popeyes you know, in the West End. Work, yeah. Yeah. It was good. It wasn't yeah. worth the hype. But though. you know what's crazy? Well, I have my own story about that sandwich. I got sick. Like I was done for three days. Off now, the Popeye's chicken sandwich. Yes. Now the sight of that sandwich makes me sick. Wow. Wow. I haven't, I haven't had Popeye's period since probably like last September. Damn. Yeah. I still haven't had the sandwich. Probably. Actually, probably like closer to like it's, November, the, December. The sandwich is good. It's not worth all the hype that niggas was like. It wasn't worth niggas getting shot and stabbed right. over. It wasn't worth right. you fucking up your car. But you it know, wasn't it's, worth it's none the, of that. It's the Jordan effect. It's the even yeah. before Jordan is like the starter jackets and all that stuff like that, like right. niggas just stab over, over wild over, shit. Right, right, right. But yeah, so shout outs to um, Juneteenth. I think we all had a very good day. So um, just follow all those businesses that we gave you guys. Support, support, support. Let's continue to keep these motherfucking crack. Ooh. Oh. Keep these Karens. <laughs> 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 okay. Mm. Someone got upset. What's up? Yes. Yes. My apologies. I'm educated. Let's keep these Karens and Kevins and um Oh, they got you upset. Their to- yes, I'm sorry. That's crazy. On their toes. Um, you know, as far as making sure that um they understand that we are here and we are here to stay. Period. Okay. So <laughs> that kind of I guess puts us right into the um I'm going to kind of talk a little bit more about black businesses, kind of go in depth. Um, I guess over the weekend, there was a footage video of a situation that happened with a hairstylist. Um, And. Oh, yeah. I'll let you give the synopsis on this since you were the 
the more recent viewer of this nonsense. Okay, so this is a hot ghetto mess. I just want you to know. Okay. So the first thing I saw was the video. And I saw the girl talking about the cost of the hairstyle, well, the hairstyle or whatever. And then the stylist, you know, jumped her. A couple people jumped her and fought her. And I heard, like, in the background, they're talking about, you know, take the hair out your head or whatever. Right. So I go read the backstory. That's a it. wild way to recoup your money, but go exactly. ahead. Exactly. So I go read the story. And a girl had a 9 o'clock in the morning appointment. <laughs> 9 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> 9 o'clock in the morning. She had a 9 a.m. appointment. When she got there. Right. It was um, the stylist said I think at nine twelve that you know she confirmed that she was at the right location. Right, that was it. But she, the stylist asked her could she come back at eleven o'clock because she was still working on somebody else. Right. Now disclaimer: if a stylist told me that, I will be a little bit pissed because especially if I'm already there and then you tell me to come back at eleven. Yeah, but then exactly. probably would have would have been like, okay, cool, I can right. go maybe run some errands, run into a store real quick, whatever, cool. Right. The girl came back at eleven. And when as she came back, there was another girl there. The other girl came and was like, well, what time is your appointment? And, you know, the girl told us at 11. She's like, well, mine is at 1130. Mm-hmm. How are you going to have somebody at 11 and 1130? Right. So that's where the first problem is. Double booked. Right. So the girl that's at 1130, she had a, it was, she had an appointment for her graduation. And the girl that was at 11 was like, okay, well, you know, yours is a little bit more serious. So you can go ahead and go in front of me. Right. The girl at, at 11, I guess, to help cut down the time, she asked the owner if the owner could braid her hair while the stylist was doing the 1130 girl's hair or whatever. Right. She, ended up, well, she ended up getting the hair braided or whatever. Um, somehow, the stylist didn't even start doing her hair until like 4 hmm. in the evening. So she got there at 9 originally, mm-hmm. was told to come back at 11. Okay. And she, she didn't get... Started on like four. Right. And so at the end of the service or whatever, the girl paid the stylist $75. The total was 150 She gave her 75 because she felt like that's how much it was worth. Because, I mean, you had me wait all these, all these hours or whatever. Right. Get what you can get. Huh? Exactly. And mm-hmm. um, the stylist tried to say, oh, well, you were considered a walk-in anyway because you was originally supposed to be scheduled on the 5th. Nope. And you asked me, can you change it? And the girl was like, yeah, and you said yeah. Exactly. So I'm not considered a walk in. Right. Um, so long story short, um, the stylist was like, You got ten minutes to give me my money or I'm beating your ass and the stylist jumped on her along with the uh-huh. owner and other people, you know, snatched the girl hair off her head and the girl had to come back in there and get her phone and everything. It was just a it was just a mess. It was a big your mess. Your business belong your black business belongs to me now. Period. <laughs> yep. Period. Because ain't no fucking way. Ain't, ain't no, no I will way. sue the shit out of you. And yep. so that goes into our topic. Well, one of our topics for today is the supporting black businesses and how difficult it can be sometimes. And also the etiquette of and the being etiquette. a supporter of black businesses. Right. Because that's not how, first of all, if the style, if you're a client, if you schedule somebody at 9 o'clock and you ask her to come back at 11 o'clock, when she came back at that time, she needs to be the only person that you are servicing. Correct. Correct. You And a lot of the time, these stylists be double booking themselves. Yep. They be showing up late. Yep. And they don't ever want to compensate you because they showed up late. Right. So it just makes it hard sometimes. Now, a, disclaimer, we're not bashing, you right. know, black businesses. We're just showing how sometimes it can right. be difficult. It doesn't always go the way you expect it to go. But I mean, yeah. that's what business is, period. Right. Yeah. So. And we have to get, we have to 
get out of the mindset of just because they're black owned, we have to support them because yep. not all black businesses are. But, you, but what? See, this is something I always get criticized for, especially when it comes to films. Um, I always get the, oh, you go see this, 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 and this, um, but you don't go support black movies. There's certain black movies I'm just not going to pay to see. Perfect yeah. example. Tyler Perry. Oh, right. I, okay. I, well, I, I wrote that off a long time ago, but I mean, I if you want to go there, around, yeah. Some, I was supposed to some Now, movies. yes, but this a fall from grace. He could have kept <gasps> it. He could have kept it. All right, it. so. <laughs> we can talk about that another <laughs> time because I time, have right. comments yeah. about that. So, damn that was just bottom barrel. So the perfect example for me was uh, when Queen of Slim came out. Okay. Like everybody was like, "Yo, this is about to be the greatest movie of right, all time." Right. It was hot. And it I was, thought it myself yeah. when I saw the trailer, I was like, "This looks like more black trauma." So I'm out because there was a movie that came out, I think like around 2016, called uh, "Detroit" with John Boyega. I was not watching that, fam. I don't. Did even you know see what it, it fam? Let me tell you something. It took everything in me to not walk out that movie, probably on five occasions. And the thing was like. It wasn't about whether or not the movie was good or bad. Mm-hmm. It was about the rage and anger that that movie built up in me, right, throughout its runtime. So um, I was not watching that. That or um, uh, when when they see us, I got uh, maybe 10, 15 minutes into when, when they, they see, see us, us was uh, about yeah, what? that was about the um the Central Park. Oh, oh no, 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 yeah, no, no, I still no, haven't no. watched it. I got ten, I got like about just, 10 to 15 minutes in, and I said, nope. That, yeah. Just reading that story at a younger Mm-mm. age made me mad. See, that was my first that. time hearing about it was when it when it, they were talking about the movie. Yeah, that was my first time I, ever hearing about that. I heard about that way before that happened. And I, could, I couldn't do it. I couldn't do but it. But basically, Detroit, it's hard to like put in the synopsis because it was just white cops just pretty much locking a bunch of black kids and um, some white women also were in the house, but basically just terrorizing them in the house. That's and crazy. for me, that pissed me off. Yep. So much so to the point where I was ready to fight pretty much any white person I came into contact yeah. with. Like like the saying, last, you even look at me wrong. Yeah, like right. the two weeks following, like that movie made me so mad. So after that, I said, you know what? Right. All these black trauma movies... I'm done. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So when Queen of Slim came out, I tried to explain that to certain people and be like, oh, you still not supporting black movies? It's like, it's not that I'm not supporting right. it. It's just, I'm tired of this subgenre of black cinema. Right. So, yeah, it's certain black movies are so, supporting. Okay, so you've seen Queen and Slim in its entirety, right? No. no? You, but you I, have, right? I have in the ending. I have, a, I have an unpopular opinion about oh, the movie. Me yeah, too. Let's go. One of my homeboys, shouts out to Kaylin, um, him and his podcast, um, he's a big film buff, but he basically said, like, this is probably the most socially irresponsible movie he's ever seen, yeah. because he said they left so many details, details just there, yeah, like so many strings hanging, and it was just like, yeah. so y'all, it's certain, it's so many things that needed to be explained they didn't explain, right. but it was so many people that was just like, oh, this is just about some black folks killing cops, and we want to see this, and it's like it's deeper than that, right? So- <laughs> I have unpopular opinion about that movie. So, I feel like for those that have seen it, when they was in the car initially after their date, mm-hmm. remember when they got pulled over by the cop? Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
I don't. I forgot the actor's name. Oh, but the female, the guy, the guy oh, the was guy. gonna Daniel, comply. You Daniel know, Koala, Daniel Kaluuya. 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 Yes, Kaluuya. He was gonna comply. Gonna but the girl <laughs> was very. She That's she offensive. hyped. <laughs> the girl hyped him up. She yeah. hyped. She she intensified the situation. She definitely intensified, and most lawyers wouldn't have done that. She would have knew when to talk and how to talk. Yeah, so that's unreal. She. I, I feel like she intensified the situation, she and it got. Worse. That's how it got to where it got. And I was just like, mm, I don't really like that, but whatever. Yeah. I mean, it was okay. The ending part kind of pissed. It, it, the ending part pissed me off. I was like, what? But the ending part was probably the realest out of it all. Yeah. Was how every, you know, everybody that looks like us don't always be on our all side. All skin folk and kin folk. Hello. So I think the ending was probably the realest moment of the entire movie. But I agree. I said that too. I was like, for her to be a lawyer, she didn't play that the right way because she was supposed to get out that situation, go with him to court and like fight it that way, like right. the legal way. And they still would have been on top. So I right. feel like, you know. Um, and you know, he wanted to go back and. Yeah, he wanted to go back and you know confess or whatever. Confess, she was like, yeah. "No, let's just run." I'm like, yeah. "See, now you didn't start all this shit, right. and y'all want to run for no damn right. reason." Right. But um, anyway, so back irresponsible. To- exactly. Right. So back to black businesses. Um, I know it's a lot of. I can, I don't know if controversy is the right word to say. Um, but you know, there's been a lot of talk behind it and why and why people don't support it as much. And I know for me, I'm not gonna say that. I don't support black businesses because I do. Right. It's just that n- not le- taking the color out of it. It's not right. about like black or white for me. It's about like just what I find reasonable in pricing wise. Like, right. I don't even spend my whole check on no damn designer shit. Right. And I just feel like some stuff, I just be like, who the fuck? Right. All this money for this? Like, what the fuck? And I mean, I get why they're, you know, they got to make a profit. So their stuff is just a little bit, you know, higher. But I'm just, that's just me being cheap. Like, I just well, be cheap with some stuff. I think it should be reasonable. I think that um, I've, I've come across some things um, on some websites that I was like, okay, that's just too much. Now, I know people say, oh, well, y'all are spending the money for different brands and Chanel and this and that, which is true. I don't buy Chanel anyway, by the mm-hmm. way. But certain brands have a name and they've been that way for a long time. For example, a Nike, you're going to the quality of Nike is going to be a little bit better than a Reebok to me. Well, a Reebok basketball shoe. Possibly. Reebok uh, came up though. Oh, okay. it, Under Armour. It depends. Uh, no, nah, no, Under, Under Armour got money. Good. Yeah, yeah Under Armour got money. Who else? What's I mean, that? but uh, I, I don't know. Not, I mean, those are all the major brands. But what's, I mean, I see what's what you're a saying. Brand that's like good but maybe not like on nike's level like for example when we do olympics we okay they're all toms. The same shoe. Toms. toms okay so toms is a very expensive shoe but you wouldn't consider well toms aren't expensive they're that's i see what you're saying like, yeah, i see I so I, I think the i think an easier comparison is vans versus okay. versus toms so yeah perfect yeah they're a little closer in pricing, pricing. But, and style as well um I, for me I think it's more of an infrastructure type of issue. So why are you so extra infrastructure? infrastructure. Think about it. So perfect example, the barbering company that I do for like waves and shit. I could easily just go to Sally's beauty supply and nothing is that Sally's for us. You mean, uh, what? Black people. First of all, black people don't go to Sally's beauty supply. No, not the, not a real black person. All right. Anyway, well, all the, all the, all the Karens go to Sally's. 
I said I could go to Sally's. Yes, I, I I've been there before, but yeah, I don't I have, go I there on the by, regular. You're right. I pass by. Or I could just either. go to Kroger and get some okay. wave grease from a company, Sporting Waves, that yeah. just, you know, does wave grease. Okay. Or, and I mean, pay a little bit for a can or whatever. Right. But, um, and it's right there for me. Right. Or I could just know with this particular company, Kale's Barbering, boom. I know it's going to be a little bit, maybe a week before I get my stuff. Right. So I go in ahead and order everything, probably in double before I buy it. Right. So you can have because they actually have to like make the stuff and then ship, ship it. it. Right. But with Sporting Waves, they got mass. They make it in mass Masses. and right. push it out. So I just think when supporting black businesses, you have to kind of understand that, especially when it comes to stuff that has to be shipped. Yeah, it may take a little while longer and it may be a little bit more expensive. But one of the biggest problems I have with like supporting black businesses is. Always expecting discounts, like people who always Always expect discounts. discounts. Yeah. Yeah. So I agree with that. That's that's for me. um, One of the guys in my church, he owns like a wing spot in Conyers. And whenever me and my brother go, we don't ask for free food or nothing like that. And he always asks, I mean, you know, he always says, yo, like, I appreciate you and your brother not coming here expecting to get stuff for free just because we know each other. Right. Right. Because there's a lot of people at my church who do go to his business and, yo, let me get this for the free, blah, 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 blah. Right. And for me, it's like, I want to be able to help you out. Right. So I'm not about to just pull up and ask for a discount. Like, to expect that, in my opinion, is unfair to him. Correct. Yeah. Because you wouldn't do that. At right. American Deli, right? No, you, yeah, wouldn't you wouldn't do that. At, right. Yeah, you wouldn't do that anywhere else, right? So Unless you, you are a frugal person across the board. Like I shop wherever I shop, I'm a frugal person, but I'm not gonna walk in expecting it. I if think I get one cool, I definitely don't expect no discount. It. I think yeah. with food establishments, I don't expect yeah, discounts. Yeah, uh, unless I come in with a coupon. Right. But yeah, I'm not expecting a discount when I go to a no, food establishment. That's stupid. But um, even when it comes to you know, clothing and stuff like that. It's just like, fam, pay it. Right. Just you know what? You know what it is. I have a problem with paying like t- paying for something that I think is expensive if the quality isn't good. That's what it is. That's what I was trying to hint it's, at with the Nike. That, that's what You're it is. Paying it's, for it's the not quality. A, it's not about me being a cheap person. I mean, even though some people have said, I, you know, I'm cheap, but I will pay for what I will pay money for what I think is good quality. Right. So like a lot of the times there are some people, they'll go get a little shirt, smack a, a, little a phrase on or something and then charge 40, $50 for a t-shirt. Oh yeah. I understand. And that. it's like, what this is what? It's crack. It's really it's, crack. But you know what though? <laughs> it's crack. Honestly. But I, but I do want to say I do understand that there are some name brands that do that. There are they do the there same are some thing. there are some Gucci shirts that are simple as fuck and it's 150. 150. I'm not paying for it. Yeah. And I have that same energy across the board, right. but it doesn't matter if it's black owned, white owned, Hispanic. Owned. If it if I don't think the quality is worth the price that you're charging, I'm not gonna get yeah, it. Yeah, if I feel like I'm gonna get like three wears out of this shirt right. after washing it, then like it's like fam. Right. And then it's then at the same time it's other stuff. I was like, if I know I can go this place to get it cheaper, right. I'm just gonna go that place. I mean, to get yeah, it that's like, that's that's always the thing for me. Like if I know I can get it cheaper somewhere else, all right, cool. But that's the thing, like I know where to go for certain things. Exactly. So like I said, with this particular company, Wave stuff, even with Bevel, I go get Bevel stuff from Target. Right. 
bougie, whatever. <laughs> I, I can um, I can go to Bevel. I can go to Target and get Bevel stuff. But at least, because I remember when Bevel, you had to do the same thing. You had to order that stuff online. Right. But until you get to that point, as a black business, you got to understand it may take a little longer for you to get your stuff right. because we don't have that kind of infrastructure, especially when we're coming up. Right. Um, now I see. I don't mind that that shipping process, like. No, nah, but there's some people that'll be like, nah, I need my stuff right now. No, because I have to admit, all <laughs> I want of my shit as soon as I hit place, place order. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. At my dough, like Amazon. Yeah, you sitting outside but, waiting on it. Like, right. Yeah. But, but that's just me being impatient. Yeah, impatient, right. But I only do that with Amazon. Okay, because they spoiled your butt. But anywho, I feel like, you know, I don't mind. Honestly, I have to say the black businesses that I've been supporting over the past week, a month, whatever, all have been, you know, upfront about, hey, COVID shipping. They oh yeah! Out. Everybody yeah. has been very professional. I think my thing with black businesses that I've encountered is just the customer service. I think pricing ridiculously pricing, like what Shami said, forty five dollars for a t shirt is just a little too much. Well, I'm not paying forty five for a t shirt. Period. No yeah. matter if it's a black period. Brand, <laughs> Thank no you. Matter if it's a black <laughs> brand, white brand, just like like blue, green, yellow, whatever brand. But I also think customer service is where we probably need a fixer upper. Mm-hmm. So that shit. So and there, I'm sorry. And there are some people that have that mentality that, oh, I'm not gonna pay forty five dollars for that black owned business shirt, but I'm gonna go spend two hundred dollars on this Gucci shirt. Yeah, it, it is some people that have yeah, that mentality, and I think that's that fucked that's up. Wrong, right. Now, so as far as customer service, mm-hmm. I've worked for a few Fortune five hundred companies just mm-hmm. on that customer <laughs> service level. So. Bougie. Let me see your resume. Bougie. So, the Death Star, which is AT&T, Comcast, T-Mobile, companies like that. Right. I would say probably a smooth 70 to 80% of their customers have had terrible experiences with customer service. Yeah. With Comca- Comcast? Nigga, Comcast got the worst customer service. Oh, I thought you was about to say something positive. I was about no. to say, hold up, are you a no. leprechaun? No. But the thing is, I fucks with Comcast right. as like the cable service. Oh, their service, service is amazing. It's amazing. Expensive as fuck, but it's amazing. But their customer service is Well, all is cable terrible. services are expensive. Once you see their everyday pricing, all those companies are expensive. Well, yeah. That's how yeah. I got rid of my cable now. Yeah. But Hello, who got Comcast, I love their service. I love their Wi-Fi. I love how their cable package look and everything. But they have terrible customer service. And I'm sorry, this is probably going to sound mean, but when I say I want English. Hey, hey, do do not. Do not. No. American. I'm about to mute this. No. Oh that's God. offensive. How? That is offensive. If I ask for English. That is offensive. And then, no, not really. Not really. It's not offensive. It's not. That is, is offensive. It? Fam. If you, but if I if you ask me, that's just like I've, if you I'm, give me I the option, yeah, you give me the right. option Spanish or English, and I say English, but then if somebody come on in with the accent that I cannot understand. All right, so here's how these companies work: they outsource most of their work, especially yeah. after a certain time at night, and then on the weekends, they outsource their work to India. Um, and Mexico for the most part. So they can give you 24 hour, seven day week service. Bingo. So for me, mm-hmm. I used to have to tell old white people this when I used to work for a certain company, call on certain days right. between certain hours. Right. You well, call why nobody on, told me that? Why nobody told me that life hack? Exactly. No, I'm just because <laughs> Come on, the thing is, friend. like, I just look at it from this standpoint. Those people over there got to make money too. I, 
and I understand. But you know, that. I, I see where you're coming from. But I think sometimes, like, I, whenever I hear that, I think back to the people who will come in the store and be yelling at me and calling those people names right. and being like out of pocket with them. And it's like, listen, those are people too. So I see where you're coming from with that. But okay, so maybe maybe give us some options. Like if they're like if if we see or, and now some people I have been able to communicate effectively with for sure. But then it's other people like it's clearly a big language but barrier. But you know what you do? What you go to the, you chat me in 2020. I don't call anybody. I chat. Okay, yeah. I hit the little chat, That'd and nine times out of ten, it is way more effective. Yeah. Especially with Amazon, when my Amazon packages don't get here, oh chat. You one of them. But the thing is, I didn't get my package today at two o'clock, and it's now two o five. No, I've I've had like Damn. stuff not. I've had a whole tennis ball machine not show up. Machine, a machine, yes. tennis ball machine. Yes. How much some cost these days? I'm not gonna disclose that. Yeah, huh? <laughs> so I'm you see, now you guys finally see the type of life that we, you know. All right. So anyway, speaking of stereotypes, Wait, um, oh, are go we ahead. still talking about black businesses? Yeah. I mean, we can go ahead. Did you have? Do you do you feel any way about black businesses? Um, just like I said, the only thing is the customer service part. Um, I feel like, you know, just kind of be a little bit more professional, especially on your emails, um, on things. If, if you have a fault on your end, let's not take offense to it. I've had that happen to me before. Oh, also? Um, yeah, definitely. Like, if you're wrong, just, hey, I'm not trying to say the customer's always right. I don't believe in the customer's always right. I believe that every situation is different. Mm-hmm. I feel like if you do the all customers are right method, you probably will be broke because you'll always be giving some shit away. Right. But on the flip side, you can be wrong as well. The customer can be right. You can be wrong and vice versa. The customer, the can customer be wrong, is can be almost right. always wrong. Hello. And yes, to go ahead. I think when it comes to not just black businesses, but startups and small businesses, period, you have to temper your expectations when it comes to um, customer service for me. So perfect example. Mm -hmm. I just bought a new tennis ball machine. Bougie, whatever. How much is look, look up tennis ball machine. I sure uh, am, Sonny. Oh my god! Right there with you. Are I'm, y'all I'm, really I'm about tired, to disclose I'm tired this right of, now? Of the lie. Anyway. It was all a lie. Anyway, so um, I temper my. Expe- oh, that's what? not that bad. What? Less than two hundred. No, that's not a no. God no, a little cheap thing. No, (laughs) he said cheap thing. Are you going to Lobster? Oh, Tennis Warehouse. Eh, Whatever. Anyway, let's see. Keep keep talking. I'm looking. Yeah, so I just temper my expectations when it comes to small businesses, period, and startups. Shanice, why are you making that face? (laughs) Wait a minute. What is it? Over five hundred dollars. Is this? Am I looking at the right thing? Um, uh, go to Lobster. Lobster? Yeah, lobster tennis ball. Like lobster, like a lobster tail? Lobster tennis ball machine. Right there. <laughs> Man, we're not about to do this on the podcast. Oh, yeah. I'm not going to disclose the information, but. Uh, let me see that one. Yeah, that's the one I have. Nigga, can, can I get put on that's, to what job you got? That's a little less expensive than I pay for it. No, that's actually that is what it is. I need to, I need to anyway. drive you that. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, <I was> <laughs> anyway, anyway, we are not about to do this. Um, 
<laughs> wait, wait, you know what I just thought about? He got money. Got money. Money. Anyway, so yeah. Um this was a Kickstarter that happened years ago, like three years ago. And I ended up purchasing one and when it like got released, they were like, it's gonna be like thirty to actually sixty to ninety days before um before it arrives. So for me, it's just like, okay, I can wait because right. this is something I really want. Right. But I'll, I'm just going to say don't kill small businesses, especially black businesses, because, again, just got to temper those expectations. Anyway. But wait, I have one more thing, and then we can um, go ahead and move on. Um, outside of customer service, I also think, um, dang it, um, there was one more thing. Um Oh, customer service. Dang it, you guys. It was on the tip of my tongue. Oh. <sighs> you forgot. You I forgot to share thought. Think. Think. Um, Black businesses, customer service. Why people have a hard time supporting them sometimes. Customer service. It's really, it's the customer service for me. Yeah, I, that's the main one, but I definitely did have a, another one. Because it was based upon... You're going to think about it later. What you said. Because you cut me off. My bad. What did you say before then? You were talking about customer service. and then I just say temper your expectations when it comes to customer service. Customers. Like, yeah, the customer is almost always wrong. Oh. Being able to... Remember, we were talking about... Uh, but companies taking accountability when they are wrong and making it right, not oh, becoming yeah. defensive. That's what it was. Oh, like so, the yeah, like the just, like the salon. Like the salon. Yeah. <laughs> like if you're wrong, I mean, you could be wrong. Because you know, you know just, that's the thing. It's like yeah. some some people that own black businesses, they I don't know if like they feel like they just cannot be wrong or like they. They don't see like the wrong doing wrong, in their right. part, and they they it's like they do something wrong to you. You call them out on it, and then they quickly they're they're aggressive. Quick, they're quick to get aggressive, and then they're quick to say, "You that's why uh you know I'm a black business. You're supposed to be supporting me, yeah, but you're not giving me that treatment to make me feel like you like know I'm special. Like I'm special. Like I take my dollars wherever I feel is appreciated. Appreciate, like right. you know, and I have no problem supporting black businesses. Like right. I just like you said it's the customer service like you want to feel appreciated. Yeah. Like uh-huh. so like the hairstylist. So it's been times that I have gone and got my I've gone. I have went to go get my hair done. You've right. gone to go get your hair done. Gone to go get my hair done. Whatever. My appointment was at six o'clock. The girl didn't show up at six thirty. Yeah. What? Like Actually, but if, this, if it was the other way around, a girl probably would have charged Shawnee and yeah, she would have charged you fifty dollars exactly, and would have had attitude the entire time. Okay, so yeah. let's let's talk about it. Yeah, <laughs> hairstylist. Yes, <sighs> I'm so tired of having to read a fucking dissertation, right? Just to book a goddamn hair appointment. Yeah. Time used to be so simple back in the day when you could just call your hairstylist and say, hey, girl, you got an availability on this day at this right. time? Yeah. No deposit. Let me pencil you in and show up. Right. Cool. Now you have to, they want a 60% deposit. Right. 
Huh? Come with your I'm hair washed and blow dry. But you got to come wash and blow dry. You got to pay a, <laughs> a certain amount of deposit before you even go. Right. Then you have. To, then they have rules. You have rules listed on their thing. Right. You can't show up two minutes before your appointment time. You have to show up alone. If you show up five minutes late, it's a hundred dollar late fee. But right. let you be thirty minutes late. Oh. I was, I was just running. They don't. Right. They don't deduct nothing from your service or nothing. It's just like, right. what the fuck? Like y'all, and then y'all wonder why nobody wants to support a lot of y'all because, and then for you can go. I remember there was a time a sew in was like a smooth like a hundred dollars, yeah, one fifty. Right. Now my be charging two hundred, two fifty for a sew in that you barely. We were we. It's man. half half. You know, half. What, you know what needs what somebody needs to do? What? Create a database. Like all these like stylists, and like y'all remember ratemyprofessor.com? Yes, I've used it. Create a database and just like oh, rate my salon like a Yelp for like hairstylists. Some some of them be be on Google. Like I had one girl. Take that, people listening. We will hunt you down and we will find you. I had one girl. My hair appointment was at eight o'clock in the morning. I was on my way there. She was like, hey, can you come at 8.30? Cool, no problem. I can take my time. I can stop and get some breakfast. Get there at 8.30. She didn't show up to 8.45. First of all, the appointment's at 8. You asked me to right. come at 8.30. You don't get to 8.45? 45 minutes late. Right. So I'm already irritated. Right. She didn't start until like 9 something, right? Right. Then, you know, she half-assed the hairstyle. Yeah. I wasn't she's full- rushing. Yeah, she was rushing because she's trying to get me out of whatever. Right. They had the nerve to say, can you leave me a review on Google? I probably should have did it, but I no. don't. Right. I don't. I be feeling kind of. I haven't even rated Candy Crush yet. I'm not giving you a review. <laughs> No. Right, like right. I, I hardly ever write reviews actually, but I was Same. just like I'm just not gonna go to that right. person no more because you you like hairstylists be want us to value their time, but they right. don't value our time. Right, and Absolutely. the fact that I have to read a whole dissertation, right. and then you want me to come wash and blow dry, which right. means, and I'm pretty sure that's breaking health or well, not health, but yeah, I mean like hair laws hair or right. whatever law it is right. because. You don't know what I wash my hair with. Right. You don't know if I'm properly, you know, treating it or whatever. Right. And you just don't, I come in and you just start working on it. Shout out to my barber because I don't go through half of that. That's crazy. Now, I do have one hairstylist that I do love. And I do, you know, I come wash and blow dry. But that's because I love her. And she's the only one that does my hair. But I have a stylist I've been going to for a long time as well. She, um, She's pretty good. She's on the later side of things. but The later um, side of life? No, the later side of like getting to you. On oh, I thought you was about to say like no, she's, she's not head of the deaconess board. No. <laughs> Crazy. She's just typically all uh, most of the time kind of late, but she keeps my hair healthy. So you know, give or take. And she's been. But y'all have a rapport with each other, so it's a little years. bit different. Yeah. Oh, that's cute. Oh, but yeah. So um, speaking yeah. of stereotypes, yeah, we're gonna actually um, stereotypes and, about black hair. <laughs> black who? Black hair, oh. black women in their hair. Oh, that's um, crazy. But before we kind of, oh, well, y'all want to dive into that? What the stereotypes? Yeah, sure. Black hair. I'm curious to oh. know what stereotypes have what stereotypes yeah. have you heard about black women hair? Like, what um, do you know? I about think the hair? thing I hear most is, or at least I see it on like Facebook, and it's just like dumb niggas that watch anime. Um, not all of us, not the whole anime community, but. <laughs> Anyway, it's just a lot of them regular dorky niggas. Um, you know, typical, oh, your hair nappy up under that wig or 
It's typically just insulting a woman because she doesn't answer your messages. Um, so yeah, that's the thing I see most, or you know, the whole nappy hair thing, or yeah, as far as just hair, that's what I see. Or right. I prefer, you know, a woman posts a, a picture with a wig on. Yo, why can't you just wear your natural hair? So it's like, do you want it right, like right. natural, right. or do you want a wig? Right. right. So yeah. So, um, shouts out to the silk pillows and them toothbrushes that keep your edges laid down. Period. (laughs) Period. Um, so I'm gonna actually because I feel like this topic can go on for days and days and days. I'm actually gonna do my top three just to make it easier. Stereotypes about black women. Period, or just y'all's hair? Just period that we're tired of hearing. Period. Period. (laughs) So I'm gonna just give a top three. Number one, I'm tired of the relaxer versus the natural hair. I would like to thank because everybody. I'm tired. Tired of tired. I'm also tired, number two, of the angry black woman in corporate America. I'm tired of that one as well. <laughs> <laughs> You didn't know which one it was. Yay! And number three, ooh, it's a tie, but number three is, okay, three three slash 3.5. Number three is 3A, that we have to go through hell and back for a man to love and or marry us. And 3B is we don't have any edges under our wig. So I <laughs> And to piggyback on 3A, <laughs> Gleek is like about to die over here. So I'll see y'all edges. Yes. Um, but to piggyback I wish I had baby hairs. 3A. You, you, you I got full blown edges. I don't even have baby oh, hairs. Oh, baby, that's that's better, I feel like. Yeah, but sometimes I want to do the little soups. Sometimes. Just swoop it just like that. It looks good. <laughs> um, but to piggyback on the 3A part, not only do we have to go through hell and back. Well, I don't because, baby, I'm treated lovely. Shouts out to the bit, dog. Yes. Um, but, um, dang it. Okay, so going back. So 3A, it's not only um, you get to go through hell and back, but you have to be a baby mama. You have to sacrifice your womb and birthday child in order to get a ring. So I'm kind of going to go through all of mine, just kind of give a quick little snippet. Just like I said, we could be here forever. Um, number one was natural hair versus relaxer. I think that honestly, as a African-American community, we, community, excuse me, we need to come together on that topic. I think because it starts with us. Everybody doesn't have to be natural. Um, and everybody that has a relaxer doesn't have unhealthy hair. Shawnee and I both have relaxers. I'm actually in the process of growing mine out, but that's because of me and my choices. I've now started to bridge into the wig game. Shout out to all the wigs, all the pairs, not just playing all the wigs. But I have just kind of, it's more so for my everyday, being that I like my hair in different styles now. My natural hair is just kind of, you know, chilling, doing whatever. So I don't need to have a chemical in it that will unfortunately cause my hair to come out because I'm not putting it in all the time. Hey, wig. Hey, hey, I got on one now, baby. This is a birthday wig. Period, poo. <laughs> um, but 
I've had my relaxer, I think since I was like 13 or 14, and it's okay. One of the one things I hear is like, your hair is very healthy. Yeah, because I get my hair done and I take care of it, like we just talked about from my stylist that I've been going to for 15 years. So let me, let's lay that to rest. I feel like every time I was in college, everybody wanted to go natural. Now, not to say anything towards the natural girls or anything of that sort, but I'm an advocate for do whatever looks the best on your hair and do whatever is more healthier to your scalp because I know some women can't take perms. I know they've had, you know, third degree burns. Some of them had their hair unfortunately fall out. But then there are also some like Shani and I whose hair is perfectly flourishing. And sometimes I think my hair has been healthier than those that are natural, especially those that have the more of the afros. Yeah, I People Over have, time, they they aren't the healthiest because they use so much to like make it bigger. It tears right. their hair apart. So yeah, I think people have a. Um, I don't know why people assume that if you have a relaxer, your hair is automatically like damaged and stuff. Yeah, I've been no. getting relaxers since I was ten. Oh damn, I'm twenty seven. And you, but see, good. at the and end, my of hair, and, and, and anybody, and anybody that, and just, let's be clear, this is not a brag, bra- a brag, right. or bashing those that are natural. It's just stating facts. Anybody that knows me knows that my hair grows very fast. I've cut my hair off several times and it grows back very fast. And yes, I still do get relaxes and my hair is healthy. And like you said, my hair, I've seen some people that are natural and my hair is a little bit healthier than you. Well, I don't want to say healthier because... It's just all in the maintaining. Like it's just how you maintain your hair. Take care of your hair, no matter what. But like you said, everybody's hair can't stand the the chemicals, the chemicals chemicals that come in relaxes, and that's fine. The problem that I have is those that are natural, and when they find out that I do get relaxes, I get the. Oh, why are you looking relaxing? Right. Oh, your why? hair's so pretty. Why you don't need to relax it. Yeah, like duh, I know I don't right. need you don't need to be natural. <laughs> but, 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 <laughs> but no shade. But you wheels. Right, that's what I'm saying. Like you you being natural is something that you chose to do. Right. That is a choice. Right. And me getting relaxes is a choice that I right. did. One is not better than, than the, the other. other. One is how you just take care of it. You if your hair, right. you know, unfortunately broke off from relaxes. That just means either a you know your hair didn't agree with whatever particular brand you were using, or your hair just can't hold chemicals like that. Right. Mine's can. That doesn't mean that mine's is less of value than yours. Like right. it's how right. I take care of my hair. Right. But at the end of the day, like I think my main thing with life is just like it's none of your business. Exactly, because <laughs> because the first thing I I get like when if I have my hair down, the first thing people ask, "Are you natural?" No, no, right. Why? Why do I have to? Right. Like why? To have pretty silky, beautiful it, hair, healthy hair, I have to be natural. Yeah, yeah because no. if I see like if I see a girl that has her hair down, you know, it's pressed out, the first thing I'm not asking is, "Oh, do you get? Are you natural? Do right. you relax? It's like, oh, you no, know, your hair your is nice. Pretty. That's it. In the car, that's it's, the end of the sentence. Nice. Yeah, sure. but the first thing. Like and if I do tell them, well, why are you getting relaxed? You don't need it. Da, 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 da. Right. Girl, you first of all, you ain't seen my hair in its natural state for you to tell me what I do and do not need. Right, exactly. Cause I've gone I've accidentally gone six months without a touch up yeah. and I see my natural hair compared right. to the relaxed right. hair. And it's not bad, it's just it's the the transition part that is what gets me from it's, it's what prevent, uh, prevent it is what's preventing me from going fully natural because that the, the, the detangling process and everything right. it was just a lot for me. I just like the convenience. Oh, I don't want to say that because people they're like, "What you trying to say?" No, it's just I mean, I, it's easier for me to manage my hair and maintain. I think know, it's just it's relaxed. 
depends on the person. Yeah, because because the thing is, African Americans, because we're so beautiful and sanctified and glorious queens and kings, all of our texture hair is different. So right. a person that has a more coily wash and go, my curls are bouncy, is not going to experience the same thing as a 4C tight curl, a little bit more um, uh, coily, and so it's, it's not as loose. So mm-hmm. the thing is, black people are so diverse, we have different types of hair as well. I think my hair is, is 4C as well, like most people. And I think that, yes, I'm in for a ride, but as long as I have my wiggy wig wig, I should be okay. But, I, uh, you know, that's just me. You know what I mean? Like, I, I'm going to have to learn that process. But just like you said, it's definitely a process. You know, people joke about it on social media and everything, but that's not every black person. So I feel like let's just put that whole natural and relaxer let's just say black girl your hair is flourishing today you're beautiful have a good day and let her walk off and let her just be happy hey you know what i do you know what i say what you say shout out to that toothbrush Oh, that's what I say. Hey, I, I mean, that toothbrush it turns you on when they slip them edges. Shout, hey, shout out to that toothbrush. That's, <laughs> that's, hey, that's what I say. And you know what's another stereotype is that, um, for, and I hear this mainly from men, that you know when women are wearing wigs that they they automatically assume that we bald headed. Yeah, that shit. That no, what? But that that's just based in ignorance. That's yeah, because like, your hair is actually probably the most healthiest under that wig because it's it's just it's protected. It's protected. Like people have to understand what protective styles are. Right, like right. we braid, as African American so women, we braid our hair up a lot so that we don't have to continue to brush it and put, put heat on heat it because right. too much heat on it is going to break it off. Right. I don't mind putting heat on some $50 hair that I got from Beauty store every day. I don't mind right. doing that. I don't right. give a fuck about this because when I take this hair out, that weave is going in the trash. But, However, see when you don't, but see when you don't know what you're talking about. Thank Hello. you. You just... That means stay shut, out of our fucking business because <laughs> I don't know. I don't, I don't be saying nothing to these niggas out here right. with... Ooh. Yeah, so Ooh. when you yeah, oh, I'm gonna sip my drink. <laughs> when you speak on stuff like that, I was gonna say something. You know what I was yes, gonna say, I but do. I ain't gonna yes, even go there. Like, but don't assume just because I have a wig on that I'm bald headed. Because right. best believe when I take this wig off, I probably got more hair than your mama. So, ooh, that's what's wrong. Your mama bald headed. <laughs> Shanice, so always the niggas with the bald headed mamas. Shanice, what are your three? <laughs> the top stereotypes that I hate. Yeah. Um, yeah. it's definitely the um. That we assuming that we're bald headed, um, yeah. or assuming that when we do have our real hair down, that is not ours. Oh yeah, that's, um, that's one. Mm-hmm. Um, why are we talking about just hair or b- with black women? No, black women, period. Um, that we're always angry. Yep. Um, is that the one you want to deep dive on? Yeah, because we got a lot to be angry about. So um, I mean, we we're not always angry. But when we are angry, it's for it's for a good reason, most right. for the most part. Um, another stereotype is that I should be Simone. Right. <laughs> another stereotype um, that I see a lot with black hard, women right? is that if a black woman is curvy, litigation, and she's curvy and may have a small waist and big titties and big ass, that she automatically got her body done. That's a good one. And that's not always true because I know people personally in my life that have small waist and big ass and ain't have not one surgery, no needle, no nothing. And it's all natural. Same. But I think for me, like. Oh, the other one, that, the other stereotype we was talking about, uh, um, 
Damn, what was the one that said in the, the group chat? Oh, assuming that um we all want a nigga status that got money, like Ooh, a, a baller or a producer. Yeah. Oh, I'm not talking. I'm not speaking on that one. Y'all got that. Um, <laughs> but when it what was you saying before that? The um, some of that uh, if a woman is curvy, if she got small. Oh, waist. nigga, if she bad, she bad. Period. Period. Because we bad as fuck. What the, what the great prophet Sushane said? If she's bad as hell, I'll pay the babysitter. Oh, yeah. I like that. Anyway, go ahead. Um, but yeah, I, I, I definitely agree with those, uh, Shanice. I definitely feel like the baller, um, the baller and the body, definitely. Now, don't get me wrong, I do know that there are women who do get some get things done, and I think there are more that do that than don't. But I personally know people from high school that were shaped at a very young age and still are shaped that way. It's just because of age and kind of not really working out they've gotten thicker so now it matches all the bodies that people have paid for but let's just be honest black women have always been on the curvier side like i mean the kardashians that you guys love are paying to get their lips fuller now and chloe's walking around with a damn pillow in her thanos yeah she's thanos well she was once thanos (laughs) She's walking around. Kim Kardashian is paying people and body shapers and wearing all of that to get the shapes that we were once shunned upon. So not every black woman that is curvy has gotten surgery or gotten stuff done. Um, I think that it is very prominent for you to be able to tell um, if she got something done. I think that, you know, it's the natural still outweighs the surgery no matter what it is. Um, it's just like boobs. Any boobs that sit up that are perfect and perky, you pretty much can I, assume that I think, fake. I think black women's biggest problem is the the fetishizing of yeah. <clears throat> the no fetishizing way. of women who have and it's not just I've had work done. It's like my body's proportion is just like so unrealistic yeah. that it's just frankly like confusing to me like to to me like you have these big titties no no waist and then this huge butt and, that's and then like your thighs are like super small right like, like a toothpick <laughs> but at the end of the day can't police a woman's body right but for me i just think the fetishizing of that versus women with natural bodies or whatever right. it's like a lot of dudes hold that to a higher standard and it's like it's like because <laughs> that really that part that really pisses me off yeah that's but why again, they do it that's a that's because a matter of what men i'll take that as a matter of i'll take that as a matter of preference but i have a problem where similar to my ideas on interracial marriage or dating Ooh. it's if that's your preference cool right but don't use one don't prop up that right. one by shitting on the other. other right. right. So don't damn the light. If the you choose right. you want a woman that's made up, dolled up, all that stuff like that, cool. I have no problem. Do that. Right. But don't do that at the expense of women who choose not to do that or can't afford to get all that stuff done. Right. Or that just choose, I don't need all that shit because I'm right. bad anyway. Right. right. And you know, that's a that's a problem that I have because a lot I've seen a lot of guys talk about, oh, I don't know why women getting all these surgeries and getting their body done. It's like you glorify you like that shit. Right. When it's like 
a, a guy can have a regular a regular female all by you know body all natural and everything, but then be online fantasizing and drooling over these women that have fake bodies. And if you have the fake body, that's fine. That's right. if that's what you did, that's fine. But like you said, don't you know put this want this woman with the fake body on you know pedestal and you you know you fantas you fantasizing about her and then your girl over here that's all natural. You are, ain't really giving her that same type of energy. Like we are, we are weird creatures. That's like yeah, I, we are weird and then, creatures. And then you wonder why there's a lot. There's a lot of women out here right now. They're like, oh, I'm about to go get my body. I'm about to go get my body done. And niggas like, why? It's like because that's what y'all like. That's who. Right. It 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 in a way it creates insecurity for us because we looking in the mirror like, damn, I don't have the body that she has, and that's what you like. So now mm-hmm. let me go and. With take money out my four hundred one k or save up all my savings and gonna get this body done because that's what y'all niggas like, right? But then the woman get the body done, you be like, man, why you gonna do all that? Because I just looked at your Instagram and you follow all these bitches with fake titties and big asses and small ass thighs. And see, that's the thing. But for you, women, that's, that's for me when it comes to that, like what men or who men follow on Instagram, because I've had arguments with like friends of mine about. Who their dude follows or whatever. Me, I think when it comes to social media, I don't ever want to be like policing. Not just policing, but mm-hmm. like So you feel like social media is a way for men to fantasize. You like, know what? Like porn or something. Me personally. It's like a low budget porn. Me personally, yeah. that's not what I use social media for. But it's some dudes, I know married men that follow Nothing but strippers on Instagram. Right. If that's your lane, but you still happily married, perfectly fine. If you seem to, you know, toe that line or whatever, do your thing. Because I still, it's it's married men that go to the strip club without their wife, right. and their wife is perfectly fine with it. Right. But it's niggas that I've seen men, married men, spend a check at the strip club, and their wife is completely fine with it. But I just think One problem we have In relationships now In the age of social media Is um, It's just policing each other's um, Policing each other's pages Right Like but, 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 but I feel like that goes back to Somewhat of women Like holding us accountable Stop allowing our entire existence, which that's not really speaking for me, because um, I just got on this nigga bandwagon. I have been single. Oh, my but God. But anyway, um, I think that we need to not really look for our acceptance, existence, and value in a man, because you will hear different things. You know, men, some men will like it, some men won't like it, but that's with, with life, like, Somebody's going to find me ugly. Somebody's going to find you ugly. Somebody's right. going to find you ugly. But somebody is going to find us like the most attractive thing in the world. That's people. And I feel like some of that with women, we have to kind of look back at ourselves and be like, you know what? You have to at some point be okay with the skin you're in and not allow other people to change you. Now, yeah, but that's you easier said than change, done. If you want to change, that's on you. Because I know a lot of people who got their you know stuff done that wanted it. I feel like, you know, then I know some that got it done so they can wear skimpier clothing, which I was like, okay. Yeah, there's some people that do it on their own volition, but it's still like, I just, 
when it like I said, when it comes to social media, that's a tough um that's a tough thing there because like I said, if you look especially as a woman, like I I can't speak for women, but I can just only imagine being a everyday woman and you look you just happen to have your man phone in, in your hand and you just scrolling through his timeline on uh, Instagram and it's nothing but like just strippers and Instagram well, women don't models look like you. and all that shit like I can understand how you could that could kind of tickle or like tap into your insecurities right but um I just it's one of those things with me where it's like out of sight, out of mind. Right. So any relationship I've ever been in, I don't touch that person's phone. Right. You stay over there. Right. You show shit over there, mine over here. Like, yeah, that's nah, I'm cool. And like I was saying, like it's, that's a little bit easier. Excuse me. Coming from a man. Yes. That's a little easier said than that. Now I'm talking about what, um, what Alex was saying as far as we can't allow what, these men yeah. like think like dictate how we should feel about ourselves. But it's like I said, it's a little easier said than done because say if I'm a woman and I see my nigga and he cheat on me with this woman that looks nothing like me. Like she's not, she's not shaped like me. She looks totally different. In my mind, I'm thinking like, well, this must be what you like, especially don't let you have a history of cheating with girls that yeah. look like that because uh, niggas, and but see, niggas we love don't have to explain about that because I think a lot of men mess around and cheat with women that look different than their significant others. Right, and then they the wonder time. why it creates that insecurity in us. It's like you, it's in my mind. I'm gonna think like, okay, so you like women that look like this. I don't look like that. So let me figure out what I need to do to look like that so that you can get, to, you know. So that you can right. like me. Right. But like you said, that don't let that affect you as a woman. You need to have confidence within yourself and be like, right. you know, if this ain't what you like, then you you know, you can go ahead and get the fuck on. This ain't what but you I want. but what I'm saying is I understand it. If you because don't like me, then don't talk to me. Period. Cause it's been a couple times like when I look at myself in the mirror, I'm like, damn, I know niggas that and it took a while for me to even get to the point where I'm like, you know, comfortable like in my own skin or whatever. Right. But for Same. a minute I used to look, I'm like, niggas want a woman with a fat ass. She, yes. He wants they like they want somebody with a small waist. They want like that's right. what they want. So it's like, well, let me figure out how I can get to then get to the point. It's like, fuck what they you want. Like want, right. it's gonna be somebody out here that like it. So now, why do men cheat? Or we? <laughs> I'm the wrong person to ask that question. But go ahead. And you know, <laughs> you know what question you, you know what it is. Say, niggas why? like niggas like women that look like uh, look like Ari. Or look like Dream Doll. They like those women like that. Right. But at home, they want their woman to be regular, degular as fuck. Homey, domesticated, like that. Yeah. yeah. They, they want, they want those your, type of women to race their But I'm not going to say all. Not all. Not all. I'm but gonna say that's there's more a vast than, majority. I'm going right. to say it's a little arbitrary. But you know, but. you know, it's funny though. They, you know, they look, a lot of men, they like women that look like that. But they're not out here getting surgeries. Because a lot of these niggas out here looking. Real boxy and misapprehensive. What men? <laughs> oh yeah. It's oh, a yeah. lot of it's a lot of bad built men that over here that like. But see, and that, and that's and that's and that's where me like me. I never had like high expectations for, like it's just like, if I like her, whatever. 
Like that just is what it is. But it's some niggas that's big and built. Like just yeah. burly niggas. And they got the nerd to right. want a girl with a small waist and fat uh, Nick, how about you yeah. go get a small <laughs> So at the end of the day, again, I'm all about tempering my expectations and right. being as realistic as possible. So, you know, any nigga that just expects any man. I don't care if he's big, buff, strong, or just some big, burly dude. Like, for you to expect any woman to to be into you just off the strength of how you look physically, you failed pretty much right. already with that right. mindset. Because right. there's some chicks that's bad as hell. Yeah. But they like them a thick dude. And then I like a little belly. I mean, yeah, it's, it's I some. Women. I mean, I like to look at the six packs. Don't get me wrong, right, but right. I like a little belly. There's yeah. some women that that are bad as hell, but love them a thick dude. Yeah. Then there's some women that love them skinny. Yeah, like them skinny. Some women like them big, swole, tatted. Yeah, you got different. Yeah. It, again, it's a matter of Cause, preference. Because think about it, like when you hear when you hear guys talk about if like, they out and they see some girls walk past, what's the first thing they're gonna say? Damn, Damn, she, she got, got a fat, fat ass. ass. Damn, she got a small ass. Damn, Damn she... that just took me back to them Stone Crest days. <laughs> That's they be crazy. Like, they be like, "Damn, she got a fat." What women say when we see fine niggas? We like, "Damn, he fine. He got a nice smile. Oh, he right. smelled good. Oh, he look. Ooh, that jawline. Something. Oh, like he look good. Like we all never be like." Damn! Look at that big ass dick. Like, I mean, well, and that's crazy. <laughs> Gray sweatsuit season. So. Hello, I cannot Sometimes, wait until but, fall. You know, oh, which y'all had but, a very short. Like right, Ooh, but like you yeah. never hear us like when niggas walk past. We never. Well, sometimes some football players they got some uh, it's, big ass. Now it's, I feel it's, like it's some women, especially when y'all men. get some women get older, asses. they get very. Yeah. yeah, I love men's asses. Oh, yeah, I like when, I like when they God. have a little something you can like squeeze or whatever. Football but players, <laughs> so look at y'all. Exactly. Football but, players, but 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 what I'm saying is, got them, when got them a group cheap. of fine niggas walk past us, the first thing we're saying is like, oh, he looks good. He got a nice smile, or he smells good, or he looks nice, right. or I like the way you know he got a little swag in him when he walked. But when niggas, damn, she got a fat ass. Damn, look, it's like nigga, hello, my face right. is up here, right. like. But you know what? It's some niggas that don't even care what you look like. Oh, wrong one. What's the applause? Uh, uh, there we go. Applause. Shout out nah, to them. Like, I, start hitting everybody. I know. I'm about to start hitting all these bitches. It's, 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 some, it's some dudes as well. It's just like if she got a pair of legs, I'm running after it. And I just think well, that I just. Want- Sometimes I want that dude. That means he'll get with anybody. That's but that's that's my point. That's oh, my point. Okay, I'm not okay. saying that as a positive. Oh, okay. I'm just yeah, saying there's some yeah. dudes that don't give a fuck what you look right. like. They don't give a damn how you whatever. They just they just like, you, on a mission to beat, and that's it. I just think that it just boils down to I think some guys have an unrealistic expectation of what a woman is supposed to look yeah. and be shaped like, whereas women we. Typically take you for how you are. Now there are some women that have an unrealistic view of how men should be. You know, some women think they should be six, six five, five and with a right. six pack. I mean, six five is nice. Don't get me wrong. But six they think they should. But not all dudes have a six pack, and that's fine. But again, right. it's all preference. It's all preference. My only issue with preference is when it gets to you propping up one to put down the other. Right. Exactly. The only right. place where I really don't have a problem is when I see women criticize short dudes. But that's just a whole different. 
Oh, you <laughs> that's me. That's what I'm saying. Hey, I, when, when I mean, well, the, I don't criticize them. It's just I'm that not they're, not, uh, they're, they're not, not my cup I'm not too. short, so I'm not in that party. But how, how tall are you? I'm, I'm six enough. How about that? <laughs> you ain't no six nothing. You're probably like 5'11". I'm taller than you. I'm six feet even. What are you talking about? Oh, okay. Oh, well, then shit, I'm down there six foot depending on the shoe. As long as there's a six there. As long as there's six, there's a six there. I am perfectly fine. I don't. I don't. Um, I've been blessed. But it's some yeah, dudes that me too. it's yeah. some dudes that feel intimidated by women that are taller than them. Like, I get that a lot. Well, y'all did. We need to do a session with Kevin Hart because all mm-hmm. his women taller. No and you know, people. You know, people have like talk shit to me. They're like, "Oh, watch your man gonna be short." And it's like, nah, it's no. not because I'm not talking to no short sure dude. I'm that, just, it, for it, the record, everybody. For those that don't know me, I'm five ten and a half. I'm not talking to anybody that's shorter than me. I'm sorry. Shanice it's, thought she was taller than me. Out of here. I mean, depending on the shoe, I'm taller than you. You thought I could put some Tims on. I'm, I'm, right. <laughs> nigga, I'm, I'm taller than you. Okay, y'all don't wear Tims in Chicago. Tims, I'm, I swear. But anyway, um, so stereotypes. Yeah. What's the other stereotype you said? Um, of black women. We don't have to kind of get into this one as much because I feel like this is the one that's kind of been running the wall more so. Um, just the at work situation. Um. Yeah, bruh. I think that can tie in a little bit with being aggressive. Yeah, I'm just like, we're not. What, the angry black woman? Yeah, the angry yeah. black woman. Yeah. Angry black. I, I feel like, honestly, that one has kind of subsided a little bit. I think it has, but that also is more of a racial yeah. um, issue. Because I think, right. I don't, well, I'm not going to say, I'm not going to, you know what, I can't speak on that. I'll just say I see that more in the context of race right, yeah, than, because right. um, a lot of black men in those, they'll just. Some have been protective of black women. I can't say all, but yep. in the mm-hmm. workplace, yeah, I can't Cause say it's all. Because a, it's, a, it's a lot of guys that have said, oh, I don't date black women because they always bickering and complaining. That, like. That's a human thing. That's to a bicker hu- and complain. But no, Humans a lot of times they want to go get a, a Karen who ain't going to say shit. And you Not just don't want nobody have to. You just don't want nobody that's going to check your ass on right. some shit. And black women, I like that and that's shit. a that's a see. It's some men that like that shit, and kudos to y'all. Yep. Like yep. my dude, he likes it. Like he he likes when I'm irritated. He says it's a turn on. Like he likes when like I'm like irritated oh, or whatever. He says it's a turn he on. Likes when you take them. <laughs> it's a lot. It's a lot of guys that's like, man, I don't like that shit. I'm about to go give me a white girl because I ain't gonna say nothing. Yeah, because you don't want nobody to check your childish ass. That's what it is. I think that in my relationship, I think that my significant other likes the passion that I have behind things. So you're very passionate. It's the cancer. It's the cancer. Yeah, you cancers are so fucking passionate. It's the emotion. I mean, passion is nothing but an overload of emotion. So I think he likes that. But but when it goes his way, y'all stressing. Y'all be stressing me out. You can never be an Aries. No, Aries are passionate as well too. But I thought Pisces were too. Maybe no. Scorpios. My, both my Aries, we, Aries are considered terrible. People. Scorpios are we the can, devil in human no, form. I probably would say Gemini. You're, you're not terrible. You're you're close, but not. What's enough. your sign? I'm an Aries. I feel like they're not terrible. They're not terrible. They're Y'all are stubborn as hell, though. Uh-uh, we but Tauruses are too stubborn. Oh, no, my brother's a Taurus. Taurus is definitely stubborn. Yeah. But Taurus, yeah. when they're when they're pissed, oof. Right, we deep diving on horror Yeah, I about to say, yeah. Um, that's a whole nother. Cause okay, I can go. I, I have a whole analysis on all. We weren't done with that. Um. So yeah. So the last one was in the job. Just like we said, that one kind of has thankfully subsided over the years. Um. Cause now the Karens are the old white 
main women in the in the workforce. Um, the other one that I pretty much had was that we have to go through a world of shit to be married. I feel like that one is kind of saturated as well. Um, as far as the media is concerned, um, I know you guys heard the situation with John Gray. I think it happened a year or two ago where he told everything that his wife had put up with him. and Oh, yeah. yeah and she finally, you know, oh, it's my wife. She deserves this. I don't know. He gifted her a, a Mercedes or something, something big, some big-ass car. He gifted her and went through all the shit. First of all. If that you, was nasty. Nasty. Number one, you're a pastor. Number two, I'm sure what you preach to your congregation, and I don't mean to, I'm not judging. I'm just pretty much stating what you preach to your congregation is your mature self and so let's not tell the world how dumb she was for you like let's just be excited that she stuck it through and made it to the other side so just like i said this is a saturated thing we talked about it for years and years and years but um that's another stereotype yeah like we we won't uh, i know shawnee and i will not um and i'm speaking for the behalf of my friends and family and all of that we're not standing by that shit and um yeah we're gonna stop i'm telling you guys black men white men whoever you decide to date don't black women don't allow them to take you through hell and back um i feel like every situation you know not cheating all of that that's subjective like you know depending on the situation you may stay you may not but we don't we don't need to allow repeat offenses that's where it gets wrong cheating here but and there we, whatever it, it depends on the person but, but we also don't need to is, is period. but we thing. also don't need to know the like the most intimate like parts of your relationship agreed to everybody some things yeah. need to stay private i think that's what's the thing with john gray is like i you can't sit here with me on sunday and then want to preach about a man and a woman when you dogged her out and then you told us like something should remain private um you know and that goes for pictures on the internet and shit like but that. you know that reminds me of the um the aisha curry situation last year too when she was talking about, oh, you know, I want right. to feel beautiful and, right. you know, right. Um, right. sought after and stuff like that. It's like, that's a conversation you need to have between you and your husband. Like, you should well, be I, airing I, But also, niggas took, I, I, niggas took what she said in, in, the, wrong in the wrong way. Well, for me, I, all that extra shit, whatever, it was <laughs> jokes. But for me, I just took it as my only critique of what she right. said, because I really didn't care about what she said. Oops. My only critique was... That's something that needs to be handled. That's a conversation you need to have between you and your husband. But I, but I think what what. But I understood what, what I understood where she was coming from or where she was trying right. to say to convey to other women. But even on top of that, to to make it even more black and white, I think that that should show the world the opposite side of getting married so soon. The reason why Isha said what she said, just to break it down to the root of the issue. Beyond just like we talked about the whole, oh, she should have talked about it with her husband, whatever the case may be. Bottom line, Aisha got married at a young age. I know everybody, you know, oh, I want to be in love and I want to have this perfect love. That's what happens when you get married at 21, 22. That's the only man she's ever been with. You so don't get to experience life. You don't get life. to experience right. life and a man flirting with you and taking you on dates and some of them going to work out. Some of them may not. So she didn't get to experience that because she got married so young so i think the root of the problem wasn't even that she still wanted to be seen and wanted to know that she was attractive outside her husband because of course her husband is a nba player so he gets shit thrown at him just because of who he is i think that her root of her problem was this is the only man i've been with and now i'm in my 30s and realized 
no other man has shown me interest because I've been married all my damn 20s. Right. So I think that just goes to show women, like, don't be so pressed. You can have a relationship, but don't be so pressed on the marriage side. Not to say it's a bad thing if you are married. I think everybody should just get married in their own time. But realize when you do things young, you do somewhat miss out on some things because you are living the married life and not the single life when most people are single. Right. So and people tried to take, like, people tried to take what she said and try to make it seem like she didn't have a right to feel that way. She's not saying that she's not happy with her husband. What she's saying is the reality of of the situation is when you've been in a relationship with somebody for so long, you, especially, like you said, she got married at such a young age. Over time, you begin to not know who you are anymore. And, and every, you evolve. And, and you, you evolve. And, every, and she's not saying that stuff. It, first of all, let's be honest, okay? It is a natural feeling to want to be Attractive. attractive to others. others. Right. When you mm-hmm. get dressed in the morning, you be like, "Okay, I want to look good." You want right. to look. Damn, I'm about to kill him with this. Right. Okay, I <laughs> thought you was about to say the opposite. I thought you was about to go against the grain of what I said. Oh, yeah. nope. I thought you was gonna be like, "Not me." But no, like you want to like look attractive. Like you want to look good for like yourself. You want to look good for your partner. You want to look good for those outside of the right. world. Mm-hmm. So how she you felt, just want to put your best foot forward. Every yeah. Time you step out so how she's yeah. what she said was a natural thing. I want to feel like. Damn, I still got it. Exactly. So, yeah, yeah she's married. She's happily married, but she still want to feel like she still got it. Because yeah. yeah. I think the thing is, Step gets that because of his position. He gets that naturally, where she doesn't. People, because I owe respect for him, people are not now, going me to personally, do I don't Women see, don't give a fuck. Now, well. me personally, I don't see women drooling over stuff. Exactly. Here. I've never heard of it. Yeah. So. I don't think drooling, but I think she, he's the in attention. the position... Some women won't even probably don't even think he's cute, but because of the money and the stature, they will fuck yeah, I mean, with him. Yeah, there's, there's, there's definitely that's what I think she yeah. was saying. True enough, I ain't never saw that woman glow over Tim Curry, but I think some women that just just see dollar signs will go for it, not even liking him because I was, of what he can do I was, for them. Me personally, I was just like, I don't know what she's talking about because I think she's bad. But well, yes, she is pretty. I think yeah. she is. But you know, but you know what it is. The reason I think the reason why people had a problem with what she said was previously she, she had, had made that comment the, about women uh, not covering themselves up. Or yeah, and how like she likes to dress modest for her man or whatever. So I get it. I I get it. And if she wants to dress modest for her God, that's what she want to do. But well, modest for the world. Is but I feel right. like the two wasn't necessarily the same. Two things can exist in the same space. And yeah, it's like, like I could want to dress modest for the public and, you know, sex right. behind closed doors. But I can also, when I am out dressed modest, I still want to look like, damn, you look good. You look like you, like you got it. But honestly, the women that came for her are the ones that don't know how to be sexy with clothes on. That's the problem. Yeah. That's why everybody came for. I'm like, uh, first of all, y'all that feel like you got to wear a crop top every time you step out. I remember I went to Target. Oh, my God. I know. Target this weekend. Oh, welcome to the club. I know. I feel broke already. No, I'm just playing. Mm -hmm. But I mean, somebody walked in with like a crop top and booty shorts. And I'm like, where are you going? I think that's another thing within that black woman that we have to do for ourselves. We have to start to... um, necessarily know that we are attractive and cute the same with the bathing suit the same way we are with our work clothes and our chill clothes you can be cute and have on clothes Excuse me. you know period like let's let's make that normal but anyway that's a whole nother topic to get into i think that goes along um, with what i was saying how women some women if you you have low self-esteem or yeah. you have insecurity issues when you see men out here drooling and lusting over 
women that do dress like that, you start to be think like, okay, maybe I need to dress like this to get the attention of guys. And because you know, my mom niggas like to critique everything yeah. that we, you know, that we saying. So I want to say, make sure I'm saying this the right way. I'm not saying that you know I don't. I'm not going to police what you're wearing. Right. Whatever you want to wear is what you want to wear, but. Wear because you want to, and not because you want to get the attention of a guy, oh, yeah. or you feel like that's you know you feel like that's the attention that you need to get. Because me personally, if I feel like I gotta dress half naked just to get your attention, you're not the guy for me. My mom has always told me. Um, <laughs> let, let me <laughs> let me make this you know because people get upset with you, but pretty much all attention isn't good attention. I'll leave it at that. Exactly. So, you know, just because you get the attention and all of that and you see women that dress like that, like not to be shady or anybody towards this particular person. But Ari is a big one, a big, big, big one. Um, I know you guys remember the time it's most recent where she was at a club and the guy uh, forced her to twerk and she looked very uncomfortable like she didn't want to twerk. And in the comments, I couldn't help but go to the comments and look. And half the people were like, well, damn, you twerk any other time. Why you can't twerk in a club when you're supposed to be twerking? But then, of course, the women were like, well, she can do it at her own time. But Ari has created that um, persona. that persona with her that every time I see her, we see her ass before we see her face. So that goes along with her as a person. That's what she presents to the world. So when it was time for her to twerk ass, she wasn't in a mood because she's human and she has a right to do that. I think she was more so but, irritated how the DJ... The DJ was very aggressive. He wanted her to twerk. But then on the D, I mean, I, I could see both sides as a woman. I can understand. I'm not in the mood for that shit right now. And just because right. I do it on a regular basis don't mean I'm going to do it for you. But on the flip side, as the DJ, you shake your ass for free on Instagram. We right. paid you to be in this club. Shake that ass. So I see it both ways. But I say that to say, to my point, while Bleak is over here looking like he about to go in Get on in my your ass. ass. Why he look like he about to go in on my ass. Get your ass here, boy. Whatever that fuck that boy said. But anyway, so, you know, my mom has always told me, like, all attention isn't good attention. So just because they had looks don't mean they're looks of, oh, I want to take you out or I want to treat you nice. Most of the time, it's I want to have sex with you. Right. If you have ass naked. And that's the thing that I got with Ari, which is why I'm saying if you dress like that, that's the type of attention that you're going to get. So go ahead, Blake. I, I gave y'all some bail. I ain't uh, even, I, I was 50-50 with it. I've been I'll very just, 50 I'll just say this before we move to the next subject. Um, when it comes to that, the first thing I thought when you were talking about the whole situation with Ari, which I don't even know who she is. Um, but they ain't going to talk about her. Niggas. No, I, I have nothing negative to say about her. It just made No, me I mean, think. like, you're going to talk about her, like, use her as a sentence. Oh no no! It just reminded me of the 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 Shiggy video when um, you know Shiggy was oh with dancing. him and Fab yeah when Dave Easton was like making him dance and he was like fam like I don't want to do that shit and it was like nah you gonna dance they tried to come out later and said it was a joke but allegedly but right. still like pressing the it dance. doesn't put I, it I would not be surprised if they really did ask that, that boy to dance for free yeah because Drake gave him like a quarter mil I think right, right. yeah. I don't know. Wow. Um, I don't know what the hell Ari situation. I'm I'm cool because I'm one of them people. I would kind of be feeling Ari where it's like, hey, fam, if I don't feel like dancing, I don't feel like dancing. I like I said, I think it was more I'm so collecting my check and I'm leaving. I think it was more so because a stripper, you're not gonna see but a that stripper. whole party promoter thing. That's a precarious situation, but like ahead. you're not gonna see a stripper out and about and be like. 
you strip any other time, so you need to strip now. Right. You're gonna strip mm-hmm. when you want to strip. So Ari, you know, she wants if she wants, huh? Shouts out to the shoe models. <laughs> Shut the hell up! I never but understood like, why y'all call them the shoe models. You said who? The shoe, like S H O E. They call them shoe models instead of strippers. Really? Mm-hmm. Stripper shoe models. Same I've thing. never well, heard shoe models. The, yeah, now. this is second time I've heard shoe models. Can you can you school us? Just wear shoes. <laughs> oh, they just. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> oh! Oh! Wow! Light bulb just went off. Wow! <laughs> but no, it's just like if she wanna, you know, if she wanna shake her ass whenever she wanna shake it, then that's fine. But right. I think it was the DJ. The DJ was coming off very aggressively, and she just wasn't. You know, she wasn't. And I think a lot of women saw that as like that feeds into rape culture, where it's like you're going to do this, right? Like. You have no choice, and it's kind of like just policing what she does. Mm-hmm. Like it just sounded forceful. So, um, but yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, <laughs> I mean that's, that that one's it, it's subjective. It can go on and on and on, on and on and on and on and on. And, and I mean that that even that like even that debate between men and women kind of like takes us into our next topic, which is civil discourse and social media age. Yes, yes, and. It's like you can't even have a conversation um, or just a debate with people where y'all sit on two opposite sides of the subject and just debate. But one decides, okay, I'm going to start attacking you. I'm going to start labeling you as these things when it's like, no, I just have my opinion on this. People don't know how to disagree, to agree to disagree. Disagree. Yeah. They don't have these conversations with an open mind. Right. Now, I'm not going to lie. It's some debates. I just be, I, it frustrates me. some things where I'm staunch in my opinion. Yeah, it's, some, it's something that just like. <laughs> there's some things just aren't debatable. Yeah, it's some things that's just and debatable. And that you just won't change your mind on. Exactly. But then there's other things. It's like, okay, I'm listening with the open mind. You feel how you feel. I feel how I feel. And I feel like you should be able to come together like mature adults. Right. And just voice those opinions. No, I mean, sometimes we can just argue. We may not. We may still stand on our, you know, particular soapboxes by the end of the debate, but yeah. we should be able to at least dap each other up, right. right? And you know, walk away as opposed to saying you're this, you're that, you're this, yeah. you're that, right? Like, perfect example. Uh, this could have just been a text message conversation between No Name and J Cole. Um, hey, I went to high school with her. Oh, that's what's up. That's her name, no name. Yeah, yeah. Oh, she's. I'm not. Gonna, I'm not gonna say her real name, but yeah, she's yeah. from Chicago. Yeah, um, the high school her. It's 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 blowing my mind that I've been seeing her lately, like on the blogs. I'm like, I did not know she was a rapper and everything in high school. Like she was first, quiet. I think the first time I heard her music or heard about her was on like Chance the Rapper's first mixtape. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. yeah. On Chance the Rapper's <laughs> first mixtape. Um, but even with that, like. She pretty much subbed. Um, I heard she subbed him first. Yeah, she subbed J. Cole. Um, and he wrote that. I, that song was submit. But he wrote yeah. that song. It was basically like, you know, um, instead of you, essentially, instead of you, you know, subbing me or whatever, um, teach me. Um, instead of you basically like saying she had the wrong tone, um, she needs to come, she needs to educate him in a more approachable manner. 
<laughs> and a lot of black women took that as being like, what do you call it? Um, tone checking or whatever. Somebody called it that. But basically telling her that her tone was incorrect. And I love J. Cole. I do. I fuck with J. Cole. But he sub niggas all the time. But people started like labeling him as a misogynist and all of this other stuff like that. Oh, I mean, that was only a matter of time before that happened. Really? You know, people love calling men misogynists. Oh, when, well, true. You know, yeah, when they come That's from, a quick one, yeah. That's, that's a quick, I mean. That's actually step one. I mean, majority of the time they are, but that's a quick yeah. assumption to make, like, off rip. Like, as soon as you come for a woman, oh, you're a misogynist. Like, no, not all of them. I just have an opinion. But just, right, it's just an opinion. Yeah. Um. So, she came back and wrote her song and was basically like, I don't know. I... It was just frustrating, and I just think that should have been summed up in a text message conversation between the both of them. Yeah, and um, I just can't. But he just sub people all the time. Like who called? Yeah, see, he subbed the shit about niggas be using machines for streams and shit like that. Like he was, he didn't, he didn't call nobody out directly for that. Um, but that's a lot of niggas in the game that use streaming farms. True. As far as that, so it's a lot of. Honestly, you can say but he but he came for um what's that boy? He came name? for Kanye. He came for a few people. Yeah, some people Con- say he was, um, was some it his little pump? He, I think he called. Like, he come like the you know the new age rappers and I shit mean, like that. Some of them deserve it. Yeah, but I'm just saying like you can't get mad at this you can't get mad at this girl because she subbed you and you be subbing, subbing niggas like yeah semantics. <laughs> but I uh, for me I just think you should be able to formally disagree. And not be attacked for it. Now, it's certain things. Yeah. If we talking about white supremacy, we talking about you know sexual Moral assault, values, right. morals, mm-hmm. and stuff like that. You know, you being you know rape culture and stuff like right. that. All right, cool. I'm sitting on the right side of this subject. Period. And it will never if turn you are arguing right. for anything mm-hmm. else, right. I'm looking at you crazy. Right. Honestly, I don't even want to talk to you. Right. But if it's a simple conversation between. You know, that whole conversation of... Um, a perfect example of what we talked about. Natural hair perm, relaxed hair. Yeah. And I Agree mean, to disagree. I think they're... Move I think on with your healthy ass hair. I think their argument was... Um, it was right after um, Twain passed away, I do believe. And a lot of black women were basically saying, like, black men aren't protecting us. Right. So... Yeah, I just think that should be a conversation right. as opposed to us exchanging barbs on rap tracks. Like, let's have an honest... Dis- and it's, you don't even need to debate Because I that. think that could have gotten somewhere. Thank I you. think women would have been hurt, men would have been hurt, and we could have come to an agreement on what that needed to be done. That would have been a perfect... You know what? That would have right. been, been a perfect IG Live conversation. Yep, perfect. Let's mm-hmm. have this conversation on IG Live. Yep. And mm-hmm. let's see both sides of it. What can I do as a man right. to make you feel more protected right. and um, stuff like that? Right, right. Instead of just trading jabs over rap tracks, it's like, what are you doing? Right. And that was my biggest problem. Like my biggest conversation. How is this constructive? Right. How is this? Where is this going? In this here, right? Yeah, in this time that we're going through, like, how is that adding value value mm-hmm. to the cause? Because yeah. if not, you just wasted ten minutes of my time listening to these trash rap uh, songs. Right. So, yeah, that's just my biggest problem with that. I think that also, um, which I know I'm working on it as well, like, 
the biggest thing I'm working on myself with now is understanding. My that bad. just scared um, the shit out of me. <laughs> <laughs> is I think my biggest problem right now for me is realizing everybody doesn't think and move like you. Ooh. I am currently learning that. It is probably eating me alive um, because I'm more of a compassionate, just like Shawnee said, passionate, compassionate, emotional person. So I'm always thinking about your emotions and making sure you're okay. But other people may love me or show their love in a different way. And it's not to say that just because they don't love the way I want them to love that. They love you less. Love you less or not loving me at all. You know, you kind of have to meet people where they're at. So I think that goes along with the whole agreeing to disagree as well or realizing people may do things differently. And that doesn't make them wrong just because they do things differently. That just makes them them. And I think a lot of times as far as the not agreeing, I think especially when it came to the rioting, African-American people have always been headbutting each other because we've always had our wars internally, like the crab in a barrel type of mentality. Like, oh, Shawnee got up. She can't help me get to the top because she going to make put me through 10 times more shit than she got through to get there. Whereas on our counterparts, if if I'm dating uh, uh, Ian, Ian's dad is going to be like, hey, Alex, you, you just graduated. Let me find you a job in my company. Whether he like me or not, because they're going to make sure that Ian is is happy and taken care of in a nice home. So he's going to make sure that his dad is going to make sure we both have nice jobs. You get what I'm saying? Right. Whether they like me or not, they're just going to want to make sure because you are a part of us, we're going to make sure you're set. And so I think that goes along with our mentality is the fact that, you know, um, we, we kind of have a hard time with coming together within each other. I think that kind of displayed it when it came to the, the looting and the and the protesting and the rioting versus people who wanted to just, you know, spend the funds. I mean, at the end of the day, both ways may be helping. Who's to say? I mean, you know, Malcolm X and, and ML King both had different ways of getting rights for African-American civil rights. But at the end of the day, the nucleus was they wanted the same things. One well, just went for a nonviolent approach. One just went for a violent approach. Yeah. And I think we needed to come together during that time. And realize, however you want to express your your feelings. Now, I don't looting is still stealing. I'm not going to condone that, but I'm saying, you know, getting out there, making your voice heard in person, or AKA spending your funds and boycotting on the other side. At the end of the day, they're both getting to the same resolution. So let's not beat each other up over the way we choose to have our voices heard. Yeah, and that was a that was something. Me and my uncle, who's a Republican, um, oh, we had a a debate on Christmas. And by the time we got to the end of the conversation, we ended up in the same place. It was just we took two completely different routes. Right. And at the end of the conversation, we dap each other up like, well, shit, we at the same spot. Like, that just is what it is. Right. Um, As long as, you know, your road isn't doing some wild stuff to, to, you know, diminish a group or, you know, do anything like that. I mean, I could agree. But... I think the biggest problem with people is the start bubbles on social media. What, so, wait, what's that? so what I call a thought bubble is basically like perfect example. My timeline on Twitter for the most part, when I had a Twitter account was mostly people who thought almost 90% the same thing on almost everything. Mm-hmm. So when you're in that space, you see the same opinions, you see the same thoughts, and it's like there's no diversity in your 
in what you're seeing. So you really have no ways of developing new trains of thoughts or maybe seeing things from a better perspective than you would have had you seen a different. Um, so you pretty much mean they follow the same people who think as them and never. Thank get you. Opinion. Thank right. you. So me, I listen to podcast and even just watch stuff on YouTube right. on both sides of the, I guess, political aisle. Now, I don't go to the far right shit because whatever. But some stuff on the right, I'll listen to. Like, perfect example, Joe Rogan's podcast. He'll have somebody on the far right, far left. He has some people more in the middle. And certain episodes, I'll listen to. Yeah. And then there's certain episodes, it's like, yeah, this dude a little bit too extreme. But even then, sometimes I'll be like, you know what? Let me just hear what he's saying. Because there may be something in there where it's like, Hmm, I didn't see it from this perspective. Now I may agree or disagree, right. but it's like this is a new viewpoint for me to, or a new perspective for me to see it from. Yeah. But when all you see is the same, thing. The same linear thought, it's yeah. like all, that's opening your mind to something. Exactly. Else. Yeah. So now, go ahead. Oh, I'm sorry, but I, I don't know if I was talking to you or someone else, but even within Trump, you may not like Trump 90% of the time, but he could have said something that one time that you agreed with. That's the thing about being human, you know, no matter which party or anything of that sort, you may be like, okay, like there's a Republican like Bush, you know, when we got Trump, we realized Bush won that damn bad. But when Bush was in, we thought he was horrible. Well, we got somebody that was worse. So the thing is you, and there are times when, you know, Trump, I, I don't know if he's ever, I think he has, Recently, he did say something that obviously was smart. I forgot what it was. I mean, it was he, some he things I agree with him on he, um, yeah, some things on the campaign trail when he said there should be term limits on um, on senators. When he said that, I said, oh, yeah. you know what? I agree with that. Spending a whole year because yeah. they do spend a lot. When time, he so talked yeah. about um, when he said churches should pay taxes, I said, you know what? I agree with that. But um, but yeah, there are he he does say some there's certain things. It's just like but oh, in totality, right. I'm like that's exactly. a wild nigga, but. Other than that, it's like mm. there are times when he says things. It's rare, people. Let's be honest; it is rare. But I think we—I can't think of what he recently said. Then I was like, okay, yeah, that makes some—that makes some sense. So I can't remember what it was, even though I should, because he only says smart things like once every while. But um, just you know, kind of in that perspective, you know, you can take things from someone. You may not agree totally, just like what Blake said, but. There are bits and pieces that you can somewhat agree to disagree on and should be able to move on, you know, fine. I think that I'm, I'm just I'll just say diversify the content that you expose yourself to. Right. Don't just say I'm just going to, you know, get all my information from this particular source or I'm only going to watch content that is from this particular source on this right. side of the aisle like Sometimes you need to move more towards the middle and sometimes you need to kind of cross that line just to see right. what other people on that side think because there's a lot of Republicans that kind of share the same and it's a lot of white people that share the same ideals as us. Right. But it's just we have grown up on two sides of the political aisle right. and some people are more liberal when it comes to social issues right. but fiscally conservative right. when it comes to money. So it's just... We've got we're in a climate where it's just so like either you're right or you're left. Right. And if you're right, mm-hmm. you're racist, you're this, you're that, you're that you're it's like 
You can't do that. And when you start labeling people just off of what they affiliate themselves with as far as politics. Right. Now, most Trump supporters, yeah. you white. Yeah. I'm going to look at you sideways. sideways but, um, you know. But, but, but I think that it's so funny because when the pandemic first started, we were talking about stimulus checks and all of that. Like when I was still at work, like years, like years ago, you know, back way, way back in March. Um, but it's so funny because the pandemic really had me uh, realizing who was Republican versus Democratic in my office because I'm a person where I'm very observant. I sit back and let you talk so I can kind of see the way you are. They don't really know much about me. That's the way I like to be at my work. Um, mm-hmm. I don't I don't have a lot of friends. I only have probably one work friend um, because I just feel like my work life is not like what I do outside of my work life is no nobody's business. But it's so interesting because I realized that there are people who are a Republican, but they are not racist. So that's even hard. It's just what we see in the media is always if you're Republican, you're racist. And most of that, you know, I know black Republicans. I had a history teacher that was a black Republican and he was loud and proud about it. But he was also down. He was the person who would put most of our basketball players at a prominent university. He sent most of them to Clemson because that's where he went for raw scholarships you know, to Clemson after high school. So I say all that he was a black Republican, but still stood up. So I feel like it's depending on the viewpoint and what your views are on certain topics. Um, But I did find out in my office, there were a lot of Republicans that were walking around, but that was, you know, that were loving on me. Super sweet people took care of me in the office, you know, making sure I was fine. But we're Republicans. So I say all that to say, you know, not every Republican will be. I mean, yeah, that's I've seen situations where it's like they're going to be that way until you start having conversations about politics. Then Then you start to see that's when you start seeing that 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 whole thing. That's why a lot of companies say it's frowned upon to have discussions of religion, politics and stuff like that in the the workplace, because now we start having conversations about race and politics. Now we starting to kind of like look at each other sideways, especially if we're on different sides of the argument. Right. So, yeah, I just, I just, at the end of this, I would just say again, just listen to more things, look into more things on the other side, because if you don't, um, basically just have an open mind. Yeah, just be, just be open minded. Because and respect people's differences. Yeah, perfect example. So, um, I grew up in a church, and most Baptist churches are just a. Really, most religions are a. You are this, either you with us or you going to hell, or you're going to some sort of eternal damnation, all this other stuff like that. Now. For me, I think that's a bit extreme. Really, I think that is extreme. Wait, say it again. A lot of churches and stuff like that, on in re- most religions, it's either you down with us or you going to hell, or you're going to some eternal damnation, you're going to purgatory, whatever. But with Christianity, most religions. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah. but for me, it's just, I just always felt like we should still respect one another. Right. And honestly, I've researched other religions, and I think that's a bigger problem that we have as a society. It's we're stuck in our religious system. And a lot of times, uh, like, 
a lot. Sometimes Christians will say it's blasphemous for us to even look at other religions. Just right. research what they believe in, research their communities and stuff like that. And I like I probably around like twenty twenty one. I started looking into other religions, you know, Buddhism, Islam, stuff like that. It wasn't that I was trying to convert or anything like that. I just wanted to understand what the belief system look, was. Right. Right. And that opened my mind to say, well, damn, like these aren't bad people. Right. They kind of believe the same thing we believe in. Just different. Yeah. But it's just different, you know, a different belief system. People feel the people, when it comes like religion, people think like, like, for example, I was baptized under the Catholic faith. <clears throat> and then people hear they, like, they sprayed you with the water. Or they, they, with the, I thought that's how they did it. You want me to slap you? <laughs> I was about to say when we get we Christians get dumped. Yeah, we well, no, well, no, no, because Catholics, everybody knows Catholics. You don't get fully submerged into the water. You get the sprinkle, you get the sprinkle on and your forehead and sign across. But people think when you hear Baptist and then Catholic, they think like it's just. I mean, yes, it is separate, but they think like it's just two completely, di- completely different, different like religions. <laughs> it's and similar. it's one thing that my mama always told me: it the only, the only difference is the practices, but we still read from the same Bible. It's just like Seventh Day Adventist. We read from the same, same Bible. It's Bible's just it's just different practices. So it, yeah. one is not greater than the other. Right. Like I mean, you just have different practices, yeah. and that's okay. Yeah, I just think we need to be a little bit more open-minded as people because I think once you start to understand like what other people like, what people believe, right, outside of your belief general right. circle, you'll be more welcoming to that person. Yeah, and now, see why again, they do things that they do. Too. There's certain things. Yeah. there's I certain things where it's like non-negotiable. You tell me you're a Nazi, hey fam, we ain't right. lying, rocking with you. Mm-hmm. White supremacists, all that shit. Nah, I'm cool. Right, but. When it comes to religions and, you know, even politics, um, I just think we need to try to find some sort of common ground because that's just with debates, any period, just anything, just find some sort of common ground. Even if you don't, I still think it's um, it isn't constructive to just shit on that person because they don't agree with what you say. And that's the biggest like I said, that was my biggest issue with Twitter. And that's one reason I don't miss that app. It's social media, period. But, but Twitter is the yeah. biggest mob because yeah. I can get my quick 260 no. off. Or Facebook, too. But Facebook, too. With Facebook. It's a whole lot of debates that go on, on Facebook. But yeah, with Facebook. Comments. <laughs> baby. Yeah, but I don't I don't really journey into comment sections like that. I've never been that dude. It gets. That's, that gets the best part. Listen, on Facebook nah. in the comments, it gets. Wild. And like same for Instagram. I, what? And I'm so I, glad they still turn. Instagram. But I come from, but the, they not I come from, from the early days. I come from the early days of the internet with message boards and shit like that. I come from so early I know you ain't that motherfucker. Not, old. But I'm saying, right. I remember the early days of the message boards back in the day where yeah. it used to get nasty when niggas used to just wild out in the comment sessions. So right. for me, at a certain point, I was just like, I'm not about to waste my time reading, reading comments. comments. So YouTube, Facebook, Twitter. I mean, I mean, YouTube, Facebook, Instagram. I don't dig into the comments. 
That's just me. Yeah. Now, Instagram comments are just the more one-liners, a couple sentences. Nah, no, I've seen some dissertations. I've seen, I've seen I have. Yeah. I've seen them, but I don't, I personally, when I go look at the comments on Instagram, I'm looking, I'm looking for them punchline jokes, right. some real quick. And they're going to move them up to the top. And they're going to move us to the top. They're going to get all the likes. Yeah, That's the, ones the I'm algorithm is, 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 yeah. is going to But, I, but I appreciate those. Yeah. But normally, when they screenshot it and post it, you'll see that comment. Right. Right. But The comments just, on Facebook, though? <laughs> Nigga, I'm cool I've no seen coolness. I've seen some full no on arguments. Yeah. I've been in some arguments yeah. on Facebook. But see, that's the thing for me, and that's one reason I don't miss Twitter. Another reason I don't miss Twitter: you waste so much time arguing, like, huh? Arguing. Exactly. And at the end of the day, you're on the exact. Yeah. You're right back where you started. Yeah, it, it, that, that's what I said. Like it's like when it comes to the base, it's hard because it's like you don't want to go back and forth, but it's like. I see that you made this comment. Like I see it, and I I want to respond. Yeah, so and now, that. like it starts. But it's off like a, that's your opinion. But it's like I don't agree with your opinion. So right, it's like it's exactly. Not a, it starts off as a constructive debate, and now we're just tossing jokes back and forth at each other. Exactly. And then it gets to well, you can get off my page. It's like Thank well, you, no, it, this is public. So right, yeah. exactly. So it's for me. You know, you know what I learned my lesson with that, and this is like on some like lighthearted shit. Oh, he be. Oh wait, when I say this. I don't want to hear nothing from okay. you. Okay. But when oh, you people, don't hear anything from me. Yeah. <laughs> so like when people so like when people like, okay, talk like when it comes to music, right. Beyonce. You know, that's always a debate that people right. are gonna have. You know, about Beyonce how Are we talking about the remix? No. No. Oh, okay. right. Her as a person. But anyway, they talk about how, you know, she's not really all of that. And right. like I had to learn to like just stop debating with niggas about that because right. niggas like to they like to not oh, it's people, a, it's, some people like to say shit just to get um, because it's one thing to like okay you don't like you like okay you're not a Beyonce stand period <laughs> you're not a Beyonce stand okay right. that's fine exactly. but you can't discredit her, her work race. ethic and her performance I used to be that guy that dis- used to discredit stuff that's why I used to be that guy that Ooh. proves our point you like to go to the left when people are to the right just but you know what at a certain point that was back in my trolling days. Yeah, you but like to troll just like yeah. a few months, ago. Uh, right? That's a, I, that's how I'd be like, okay, that like I used to. It used to be a point. I'm like, you can't not say right. that she's a good before. You cannot say that. You may not stand her. That's right. fine. But, but you know what the strategy was with that? It was just to get a rise out of you. Like, yeah, that's to, why I said people yeah. do yeah. shit. But just now I find I was just like, that's whatever. what tro- that's what trolling is. Yeah, I just like, be like dude, whatever. That dude that um that dude that said Ariana is like a dog lash or whatever. Who? You remember that? that you want to know this? On Wait. Twitter, this dude basically said, um, I think he said, um, it was some ugly nigga too. He was like, uh, Ari Lennox look like something. Oh, it's always ugly dudes. I got to say some yeah. shit. Yeah. So he, oh, he, he basically insulted um, Ari Lennox and it turned into a big debate like of, um, you know, black men shitting on black women and stuff like that. Yeah, and because why like, would you call her a dog? But the thing right. was, what does she look like a dog? But the thing was, he was trolling and he was doing that specifically to get a response. And that's exactly what happened. Yeah. But sometimes like, it's cool to troll like to be funny, but some people be trolling just Taking out of pure ignorance. Right. And Taking that's it too exactly far. what Taking he ways. was doing. Yeah. People just take it too far. But now I just, I just be wanting people to like, just, I would be okay if you just admit they're like, yeah, she's a good performer. She's right. not my cup of tea, but she's a good performer. People right. be trying to discredit. Yeah, like, I, mean, I, I came around to that, but at a certain point I was just like, what's the point? And even like, yeah, trying to discredit or hate this. Yeah, it's a lot of stuff. Like lately, I just learned to like 
Just shut up. Let people your, opinion, cook. your opinion is your opinion. Yeah, I ain't got I shit to do with me. Yeah. I don't agree with it, but it ain't about yeah. me. So that's how I see it. So it's just like what's the what's the point in arguing with this nigga yeah. if we ain't gonna see the same side? So right. now some stuff is argue is very debatable, and we gonna argue about this shit. Yeah. Like what? Like morals and values that we talked about earlier. Morals just and values. Black life matters. I'm shit. I can go all day. Oh, yeah, I mean you giving them certain topics. It is but you stuff. know what? You know what? I don't even argue with white people anymore. No, no, no. I gave. But it it's just like it's but typical, the, like com- like what we think would be well, even though common sense ain't always that common. Right. But just typical like stuff that we would think is common sense. Well, like you said, when it comes to moral and values and like respect, like I'm gonna argue that down with you, yeah. especially if I feel like you're not if you're not understanding where I'm coming from yeah. or trying to like. Well, I think where my argument comes in is when you're trying to. Dismiss how I feel Or dismiss my opinion right. Or try to say like mm-hmm. It's dumb Or you shouldn't feel Like don't tell me right. That I should not feel This particular way Like I think For me I just stop giving people That energy So it's just like If I know You're just disagreeing Just to disagree Right I'm not even gonna argue with you Yeah I'm gonna yeah. say my piece I just, just I think that's when yeah. you start Sensing the trolling Cause right. some people would disagree just to troll. Yeah. It's, but it's some people that it's some people that just agree, just disagree because they sit on they want to sit on that soapbox and they know they're not moving. Yeah. So it's just like I'm just gonna argue down because I want to. Yeah. And for me, I don't have time. And that's again, that's why I don't do comment sections because I'm just not gonna sit and argue with you anymore. Yeah. So I'm gonna say my piece. Perfect example. Somebody had posted some uh, something on Facebook about um, Rayshard Brooks and basically was like, basically trying to say that cop was justified. And this was coming from a black dude. He was, I'm not saying it was right to kill him, but, you know, he did turn around. And I'm like, fam, I don't care what it was. He wasn't justified in shooting that dude. Right. He was and justified in shooting him, just not killing him. No, he was not it. justified in shooting him, period. You know, she better start a whole no, debate. No, you're not gonna do this because we'll talk the about DA, it next time. no, the DA no. I mean, said, no, because because no, no, no. I I am a right is right, wrong is wrong person. George Floyd was a hundred percent innocent in man, what he did. Man, so man. we can't we can't bridge everything under that because it'll I'm start not to discredit. That under that. I'm telling you what the law is. It'll start to discredit I'm, what is really illegal. Alex, I'm telling you what the law is. I'm there. telling you what the law is. Paul hey. Howard got up there and said, as an Atlanta police officer. You cannot shoot someone in pursuit with a taser or a pistol. So no, he was not justified in shooting. He grabbed, but he grabbed his his taser and was running away. What I think he should have done was just shot him in the leg so he could get down. He should not because have shot what him, what was wrong is that he turned around and acted like he was going to. If fire he would have shot Rayshard Brooks in the leg, he still would have gotten fired. I don't think so. I he would no, he would have. He would. I don't think so. Because you don't know, because the law. Because because the thing is, being that he took something from him and was threatening, he to was still harm not him, justified. But Alice, you can't argue the law. It's That's the law. The law. I still no. I still no. I, I still think that. I mean, I'm 50-50 because I don't want to discredit when when situations are. I don't want to discredit when situations I don't are think, complete. I don't want to foul everything under. But nobody, I don't think anybody's. I don't think anybody's sliding that under George Floyd. Because I still, I still, to be honest, if we're really going to be fair and be justified, I feel like 
we have to realize when we're wrong at times. We have to. That's just bottom line. You okay. have to. At the end of the day, you you have so, to. So let me I mean, give, you let have me, to. Let me give you the perspective from people I've talked to in the law profession. First, you have to tell someone that they are under arrest. He for, was drunk. You no, know, you have to tell some as a police officer. Yeah, you and have you to, have to read them their rights. Hold on, hold on. He didn't have to read them his rights. You yeah, have to read if you you're going to arrest him. You're interrogating somebody. But now, when you're arresting someone, you have to tell them they're under arrest. For them to be resisting arrest, they have to be under arrest, which he wasn't. I'm telling you this because I've talked to people in the law profession. I pretty. Two. Well, hold on, wait, pause, but Alex, because no, because you know, you do you do no because you're doing the debate thing that we're talking about. You gotta you gotta listen to the law of it. But to but I've the also the side of it that I've seen was also law people. I mean, I just feel like when it's dealing with the law, it depends on the way you say it and how you turn it. Because no, that's all that lawyers do. They 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 pretty much twist and turn the law to make it work for your situation. So they lie for you. But they they pull you, out different things you know, that'll work for you. That wasn't from a lawyer. No. That was from a cop. I'm telling you. I feel like everybody would be different in this scenario. But I'm not going to foul him under the George because I feel like George was 100%. It's definitely not related to George. and George. That's two separate situations. And I'm not going to foul everything under that because that'll discredit what people are really thinking. I don't think anybody's fouling him under George Floyd. I don't think anybody's fouling Breonna Taylor under George Floyd. I need to be a little bit more educated. There's similar events. They basically, it was a. They kicked in the door, shot her yeah. while she was asleep. Anyway, now that that can go under the George Floyd, but it shouldn't go under because these are all separate they, cases. They're all separate things. But I'm just telling you what the law is. Again, man, I, I have again, to hold up, hold up. Again, that's something I'm gonna stand again. Mm-hmm. Okay, perfect. Now, because if it was my life, the thing is, at that point, he was considered a threat. That's no, the only thing no, that I'm he he's running not. away. No, he's running away. But he has a taser. You he can't die with a taser. The thing is, you can't still you can't take something from them, and then because because what what I feel like is what's going to start happening, and what unfortunately can be a downfall is that this is why I feel like they're going to get a little more aggressive because the cop is going to feel like when at what point can I protect myself? That's what I see. No, let me finish. That's what I see is starting to happen. Is that they are getting to a point where they're like, okay, well, when can I start being, or when will I know when, or when can I do things? I feel like what could have happened was that when you start to take something off of him, you you stole something off him. You're never supposed to touch them. That That's the one thing. Just like they're not supposed to touch you unless you're arrested, you're not supposed to touch them. Think about it. Are you going to walk up to a cop and really snatch I something off of him? I see touch people all the time. No, but what I'm saying being is, arrested. what I'm saying is we already know he's drunk. So we already know he is not an average person. So what you're talking about, about, oh, he has to be noted he on the rest. He thought he was still on a whole nother highway. Did, did you not hear that part in the video? I didn't watch all of it, but I was told. And I, from what I, the little script yes, that I heard, he, was. he thought he didn't even realize he lost track of time. Okay. And so he didn't realize he had made it to Wendy's from wherever he was before. So what I'm saying, telling him he's under arrest, he's out of his mind. So he already think he he's 40 miles away than where he was. So me telling you something as a sober person versus telling somebody that's drunk, it's not going to come across the same. Only thing that I'm saying is I think it's different situations. And I've, I've had this conversation with a few people that are cops as well. But I've also had this situation with just average, regular people. 
at, at the point is, I feel like when he took something off of his body, we cannot always be on the fence of, let me just justify. I think that what could have, he should still be alive right now. Let me say that he should still be alive. And I just think that what could have, he could have shot him in the foot, whatever, something that would have kept him alive. He drops, he arrests him because number one, he was publicly intoxicated. That is a crime, publicly, public intoxication. The George Floyd thing was a maybe a false check, something that, okay, you want a bad check, let me give you a ticket for it, move on with life. Thing is, he was drunk in a Wendy's. That's, the that's thing, a federal he, crime, but go ahead. He was drunk in a Wendy's. Public intoxication is a crime. You you can't go to jail for that. You're it's not going to prison. Crime, but, go ahead. but you can go to jail for that. And you can go to jail for that. You can go to jail for it. People get people get in jail for it all the time on a Saturday night getting too fucked up. One minute, the thing please. is, what could have happened, he could have been alive today. It didn't have to go that far. But what I'm saying is, when you pull something off of that person... That's what made it so bad because I'm not going to equal it out to the same thing as someone else who was completely innocent and not doing anything. If you pull something off of a cop and threaten to do something with it, in that moment, they have to decide, true enough, I think they need to have more patience and realize that I don't have to always end lies with every situation. Happy birthday, Alex. Woo! Happy birthday. Woo! Okay. But. Can I say my piece real quick? Go ahead and say it. All right. So. Oh, my God. I can't believe. How many times, Shanice, how many times have you seen cops walk up to a intoxicated person and say, um, all right, so Shanice, how many times have you seen a cop walk up to a um, drunk person and say, um, basically, you know, run them through the whole situation? And then say, you know what? Call a family member, call a friend, and um, have them come pick you up. Right. We've seen that before, correct? Right. All right. So, now, yes, he was drunk. And my biggest issue is. It's been several times, and I know people that work in law enforcement where there have been drunk people where the cop at the end of the interaction says, hey, call a family member, call a friend, or hey, let me drive you home. Mm -hmm. But in my opinion, I felt like the cops escalated that situation because that could have easily been a situation where, again, like I said, they could have called a friend, called a family member, or like I said, let me take you home. He even offered to walk home. Right. I'll walk home. And for them to escalate that situation to, all right, now we're going to put you in cuffs. It's like, fam, this whole situation was as peaceful as possible until you put that man in handcuffs without actually saying you're under arrest. Right. Now, once they put him in handcuffs, they never said you are under arrest. And again, you have to state that you are under arrest. The DA said that. Right. So he was never under arrest. So technically, he never resisted arrest. Right. Now, another point they made in the press conference, the DA stated when they timed the distance that he was away from the cop when he was running, Mm -hmm. at the time that he shot those shots, he never turned around. He hadn't turned around at that time. Right. So he shot those shots off 
before he even turned around in quotations. Right. Now, after I'm telling you what the DA said. I'm just telling I you what I saw the video. I have to admit, I think I, I, I think I saw that, and then they did it. it, it I'm it's just all telling you what the DA said. Okay. I can't see bullets fly, but I'm just telling you what he said. Now, beyond that, every cop's oath is: if I shoot somebody, it is my job to immediately administer um, first aid. Yes, I agree. Emergency care. Two minutes and some change went by. <clears throat> Nothing happened. Mm-hmm. You know what they did? The cop that shot him kicked him as he laid there dying. And the other cop stood on that man's shoulders right. as he laid there dying. Right. So it's more than just, oh, he resisted and ran away. Now, no, 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 no. Now, I do want to me. I do want to say, so I know, Alex, you mentioned something about using deadly force. Yeah. So here's the thing. A taser is not considered a deadly weapon. It's not. It's not. It's not. It's not it's, deadly, no. but it can be no. depending on but, what. But you're but under for legal, multiple for, layers listen, of clothing. But li- no, listen, listen. For legal purposes, legal purpose. <laughs> listen. For you legal, get hit with a taser four, five times, and you think I've listen, actually been hit with a taser. But okay. listen, legal. I've actually been hit with a taser. You, I mean, I've been sprayed but, with pepper spray. But listen, also. listen. A taser in Georgia is not considered a right. deadly weapon. Right. There's no need to use deadly force if he is this man's back is turned towards you and he's running away. He's not coming near you. He's running. Yes, he took the taser. Yes. We we know that. We know that's we a, know that's a pride we, thing. Listen, we know you that let that man take your taser. That man took your taser. That's a pride thing. Listen, it ain't about he took We know oh. we know that he took the taser. We mm-hmm. know that. But when you're running away, mm-hmm. you are not considered a debt. You're not considered a threat. I'm not considered a threat if I'm running away from you. I'm running away. Mm-hmm. I'm not a threat to you. I'm running away. Mm-hmm. I get what you're. I get what you're saying is, mm-hmm. to if you want to try to get him, maybe shoot him in the leg. But legally, you cannot. Even though in your opinion you think that they should legally, you cannot do that. The, t- city t- of, like they're, the city of Atlanta also instituted a no chase rule in January. Yeah. So in in January they say you cannot chase after them. If they're right. running away, you only, cannot chase the after only, them. Which means that the only the what I see is wrong there. He shouldn't have shot in the open, meaning you cannot shoot there. And either. that's another charge because he endangered other people. But regardless, the fact that he took the weapon is still what they It's not a can, weapon. But it's still it's still something that you took off of a cop. It is a weapon because you to me you you can't. I mean, if you took it, so if he would have took, so took his baton, he was still justified. That's still a baton is not a, a weapon. A, you a think it's a weapon? It's not a weapon. You want it, I, no, you I mean, want it honestly, to be a weapon. I, I mean, I just I'm, <laughs> I I just can't vouch for that. I'm sorry. For I mean, me, I'm a black person who just can't vouch for because me. I I know they're innocent men who really are innocent. And I, I, the thing he is, he didn't deserve to be shot. Period. I think he definitely no, he, no, he needed to no. get down. Yeah. Mm-mm. What? He's running away under no circumstances. The thing is, he's he's drunk. So bottom line, he he was drunk. What is that? Doesn't mean. I think the the thing is is I don't, I don't like when, to me, there are people who are really, really, really like. Like the George Floyd thing, like to just, I haven't watched it all and I don't plan on ever watching it all, but there are people who really a hundred percent are innocent in situations. 
I am more of a person who I stand for what's right. I feel like that honestly is going to help us get there as well. As far as justice and everything, we can't get the justice and then start to be like them, which is not playing fair. No, I want to play fair. But That's the thing. I, I want to be fair. I, I don't want to, oh, you know, we get we get our power, we get everything back, and then we start being shady like they are. But nobody's, that's, not, that's not cool. That's but, not going to help but you nobody's, but Stand nobody's, up for what's right at all times. But nobody's being shady. The thing is, it should have never gotten to the point of him being in handcuffs in the first place. When is he? Okay, so when when is that guy ever wrong? What That's what I'm when saying. When is who? Rayshard. So is he wrong so for being Michael publicly Brown, so drunk? Michael, yes so, or no? Is he wrong for getting in the back of a car and driving while drunk? Yes or yes or no? He's. That's he, the thing. I have not had anybody say no that. Because what happened if he would have killed somebody there's on the no way? There's no proof that he was in the car drunk. There was no proof that he drove to that Wendy's. All we know is he said that that woman drove him to that Wendy's. What? Because I feel like what happened career. is the Wendy's. The reason why he why it was called is because he was interfering with the Wendy service at the at the Wendy's. Right? He, he was sitting at the drive through and people could not get to the drive through because he was sitting there in his car. Right? Mm-hmm. That's how the start. No, 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 no. That's how the start of it went. Mm-hmm. He was sitting. So we all in the drive through for Popeyes. Just and then somebody's blocking your way to get in. So instead of the employees coming out and addressing him, because of course you're not going to do that because you're at work and you're not going to start to involve your employees with the outside world. You're going to say, Hey, I'm going to call the police and say, Hey, I work for Popeye's. This guy's sitting in the drive-thru. He's not, he's unresponsive and he's not allowing my customers to be able to access my building for Mm -hmm. food. Perfect. Mm -hmm. So when they got there and I believe the beginning of the video, true enough, I haven't watched this one either. I've been, this is word of mouth. What I see on TV, different people, I was told that when he got there and they were talking, I think he he thought in his mind that he was still wherever he was, MLK or whomever. No, else. I, I can't remember where he was. He just had it the wrong but, side of town, but I got you. Exactly. Go but if you were sober, like how you are, you could tell somebody, wait, I'm, I'm over here in wherever the area that we are. You wouldn't know where you are if you were sober. Number one, if you were sober, he would have knew where he was, correct? Yes or no? If you're sober, sure. you know where you are. Yeah, so sure. we know he was drunk, right? Okay. Okay. So that's an offense in itself, correct? If you are drunk and they are trying to ask you where you are and they see that you are intoxicated, public intoxication is a... He was in his car asleep. Public in a drive-through. The in the car sleep is fine if you on the side, but I think the problem is he was in a drive-through, but I think he was so drunk he didn't realize he was in a drive-through. So that interaction... And you cannot interfere. The thing is... The employees are worried about their business. They didn't. I don't even think they thought half of that was going to go right, we're down. We're going to wrap this podcast up in a little bit. We'll but. come back to it. But the thing is, I'm looking at it from the perspective of if I run a Chick Fil A and somebody's in there, I'm not. I'm not going outside to investigate because I'm not going to get involved with that. I'm going to call law enforcement now. In this day and time, if I see he's a black guy, I might try to work with him. It depends on the situation. It well, depends on how aggressive he is. It, it depends on everything. I can't say yes or no, but I want to maybe try to help because black power, black lives matter. But I think that what I haven't seen, I, I and, and it's honestly because I've talked to people who thought the same as me, you know, as far as this situation is a little bit different than, than the others. Um, I just feel like, you know, at some point, if we're going to say right is right and wrong is wrong and be a hundred percent across the board, we have to say at some point he was wrong. But also, but but with that same logic. And I'm not hearing that. On, I'm but, hearing but, a bunch of but hold the on, other hold stuff. On, hold and on. I'm like, hold we got to But, but no, no, no. With that same logic, Eric Gardner decided uh, he deserved to die. I, I, can't, with that, I can't remember that one. I, I, he was selling loose cigarettes outside of a convenience store, allegedly. He got choked. 
he was, so with that same logic, selling he, stuff and being drunk, two you, different things. It's it's but it's a, it's considered a crime. So with that same, logic, I didn't say that he had to die. Okay. I you, still say he should be alive today. Okay. I just think they should have handled it a little different. Okay. But, but, but I'm saying that he's still wrong. I think that, I haven't heard you came out like fine. he was perfectly that's fine. Perfectly I'm fine, like, no, but what I'm saying he, he, he wasn't but, all right. Okay, that's perfectly fine. And we gotta be honest so that's we can perfect, correct ourselves for so, the future. Again, perfectly fine. That's perfectly fine. But with police In protocol, it should have never gotten to that point. That's all I'm saying. That was a typical traffic stop that normally ends in, hey, call a family member, call old girl, mm-hmm. or walk home. So if that, you are able to do so, if he's drunk, there he they not go what what I'm saying is what happens if he can't tell you who to okay. call? Because I'm too and drunk. So, so let me tell you a story. What do you do? So let me tell you a story. I got a homeboy that used to work campus police at a college. He that said might that not be a good example. It's the same. Going. It's the same. A college situation. student versus a grown ass man. I still, I still They're still look at drunk that. in public. But let a college, you can a twenty two year old or twenty one year old, nineteen year old. He was twenty seven. Brought still compared to a 18, 19 year old in college, that's still going to be different if they're in college. No, it's not. Yes, it is. A grown ass man versus because I'm trying to figure out who even let him in the car and knowing he was that fucking drunk. Okay, so that okay, hold thing. on. It's let's, so many no, question marks. Let's just okay. That's well, hold on. Thing. Let's 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 bring because it has. God bless. It we has, love y'all. No, 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 no. I just want to say this real quick. It um, has. We know. That yes, he was drunk. That is a crime. We know that. The whole point of the matter is, he a taser is not a deadly weapon. It's not. He was running away. I get that you. I get what you're saying is you know maybe shoot him in the leg to get him down if they arrest. were going to re- arrest him. Yes. I'm saying. I'm him. saying. I get what you're saying. It's just that, like you said, it, it should have never, never gotten, gotten to that point place. to where. It should have never gotten to the point where they were in a tussle or a whatever to where he got the taser. It just should never get point blank period. It should never got to that point. He should never died. Whatever. He should never been driving drunk. He should right. never die. That's it. That's that's two that's things it. Can be wrong two things can be right. two things yes. can be wrong at the same time. I was just saying from the beginning, it just sounded like there was all of it, there was nothing, no accountability on his part, is what I'm saying. Because I looked at it when the moment that they said he's, but he's drunk, dead I'm like, now. he so could have. Right, but I'm saying as far as staying right and being right is right, wrong is wrong, and doing the right thing because it's the right thing to do. What happened if he would have killed somebody on on his way here? We, we we no, we definitely that, did that because we had that situation happen. A whole family wiped out but, on Camp but Creek. But now we're talking drive. about what ifs versus what actually happened. Right, but what I'm saying is we, I'm still holding him somewhat accountable of a certain part. Okay, so maybe That's so maybe because there were situations where people. We're 100% innocent, so I'm not going to say, I'm going to, oh, yeah, you, you're free to go. No, because I but, know there are other situations that ended the same way as he did right. that were 100% innocent, and there was no fault in the other person. But maybe let's just That's change the saying. maybe let's just change the language of it, because I don't want to say, let's hold him accountable, because from, to me, what I hear is, well, if he would never did this, he would never be dead. It's his fault. I don't, you, you know what I'm saying? I don't want to yeah. make it seem like the death is his fault, because he... 
you know, was driving drunk. We've all have driven and, and again, we've been, you know, we tipsy or whatever. So, I so just wanna... many rules were broken by that police officer in that entire process. That's my problem. You broke protocol on several occasions throughout that entire and that's not negating that's not that's that's not not deflecting what he did as well that he showed up drunk we all understand that but again our biggest problem is over policing you see what i'm saying Mm -hmm. it should have never gotten there in the first place only because and that's a law like you said back in january they said you not close chase again you can't shoot somebody that's running away from you no because who, who, who was the guy that who was the guy that died here, from that? Hold up! If somebody comes in here, if a nigga run up in here right now, and I run in there grab a gun, and he see, he knows I'm grabbing the gun, he runs back out. I shoot him in the back. I'm going to jail because his back is turned towards you. Yes. Now whether now whether or not we agree with I'm it or not, I'm about to say no because if he if he if they know he broke into your house, no, that'll still be considered self defense. No, that's, that's just like shooting somebody on your property and they're running out your house with your belongings. They're going you if you can still that shoot is, them. That, you can still do Georgia, that. Yes, you, you can. Ba- yes, you can. I'm if, telling you what. That's go- just like if you're catching a robber in your house, they run out the door and they broke into your house. You can shoot them. They're you on your shoot property. Shoot them in the back. No, you are going to prison. Yeah, I, that, okay. That's something you can find. I, okay. I was about to say because I, that's okay. how a lot of situations. I'm just telling you what the law is. Happen. I'm just telling you what the law is. I'm just telling you what that's the law is in the state for. of Georgia. He said, "What? What lawyers are for? I mean, lawyers do it all every day. Okay. Lawyers do it because that that'll be ruling under self defense." I get, I get both sides. Like, right. I get why you say like you can do that because you know they come to your house and then yeah. your privacy. But, I'm telling but you what the law but is unfor- unfortunately the legal way is you can't shoot somebody in the back. I want to research that and bring that's that right. back. Yeah, I want to research wrong. that because I'm telling you what it is. Um, you can't shoot a man in the I'm back. I'm definitely researching. Well, that. we'll have a well. Situation. Shit, <laughs> we started talking about the base and then we got in, in one. one. But right. the moral of the story is two things can exist in one. Right. And two things yeah. can be wrong. Right. Two people two can things, be wrong. Right. Two people can be wrong. Right. Two things can be wrong at the same time. It is what it is. But anyway, we're gonna end this note. Then everybody get up out this bitch. Play a birthday song. Put, come on! I know please you don't got play one. Fuck it up if it's your birthday, bitch. I, I don't like that. No, no. And it's please your don't play the the ratchet birthday song. So what do you want? You want to hear two chains? Um, it's, it's your, your birthday. birthday. You know you East Atlanta. Well, is two chains East Atlanta? Oh, he's um. What? Sure. What's two chains? I don't think he's East Atlanta. What? What's two chains from? Is he from East Atlanta? West Atlanta? Don't, I don't know. Don't Let know. me see. I should know this. Huh? College Park. South oh, you South. did it. <laughs> college Park. He's from College Park. Oh, he is. That was really good, though. All right, we're definitely gonna come back with that one. Okay. Yeah, go ahead and do all your legal. Go ahead and do all your legal stuff. I'm doing what I'm talking about. But you know, we can't. We can't debate with the law, unfortunately. I mean, lawyers do it every day and they win. They would lose in that case, though. Uh-huh. No, they win. Is the lyrics gonna come up? Is this just the law? The intro. It's just the instrumental. I, I want the chorus. Where's the chorus? This is a long one. Happy birthday to ya. Happy birthday to ya. Happy birthday. You better sing. Maybe I'll see next year. Hey, what? That, no, that's not the one. Where's the? <laughs> I keep messing up. Where's the, no, the ending. Oh.
All right, love y'all. Happy yes. birthday, Jesus. Happy birthday, Alex. Um, we'll be back next week with more debates. <laughs> I forgot. PM. Dot dot. I'm out. This bitch.